0: All right, I'm welcome to another BS recorded. session, um, Jerry. Man, what's going on? Introduce everybody, man. Not man, doing good. Man,
1: just survived some pretty. Well, we actually got kind of lucky, man. There was a bad storm south of us, but uh we were kind of fortunate to be able to avoid that. But anyway, you know, we have you know Al Horta from the Be Cooler podcast out. You got it. I know. Yeah. And then we got Andy Rodriguez uh, from the Black Spinner podcast. Uh, How's going, everybody? Lost Benny Circle. Damn, I had to fuck one of them. But I had a fun time doing a football show with him this year. Can't wait to do it next year.
2: Yeah, it was and cool, of course,
1: man. we know we got Mark and Charles, my awesome co host. How's everybody doing tonight?
2: We're doing yeah. all right, man. Can't hey, wait for to tonight's show. I'm excited.
1: Oh, all right, Mark, yeah. man. What do we got going on, buddy?
3: Well,
0: let's hit charles man what do we got going on tonight
3: charles uh doing the top 11 Canadian canadian artists or bands that aren't rush or triumph <laughs> which is that take uh, <laughs> that takes out the uh <laughs> pretty much the top three top yeah, everybody canadian, everybody's
1: lo- everybody's logging out now.
3: <laughs> all of a, all of canadian music is out so I don't know. This was a challenging one for me, but uh, fun at the same time. Yeah, you can't put you can't put Noel Gallagher in this list. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> one day we're gonna have to do top eleven artists from uh, Wyoming.
0: Why don't we top? Do top why don't yeah, we there. do top eleven asshole artists? And they'll be on there for you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sammy That's will true. be number one, and
0: uh... <laughs> there you go, Mark.
3: Yeah, we'll get to him later. He's <laughs> been officially christened a new name. He loves he loves it. So, <laughs> so what's yeah. on our BS agenda today? All right. Well oh, let's,
0: I, I got a rant. I haven't had a rant in a while. I'm gonna start off with that and then get your guys' opinion on it. Will this uh, guy be on the asshole list? I think so. Yeah, probably. God sure. dang. Dave Mustaine, man on Metallica, not taking Metall- Megadeth on tour. Why won't those guys play with us? What are they afraid of? I heard they have the same manager. So it's like Dave somewhat asked their manager, why won't they take take us on tour with them? And they never get back to them on that. And, um, and then he also says, Sorry. Metallica got a big head start and he did it on the back of what I helped create. The Megadeth leader says, Dave is saying, you know what? Fuck you, Dave Mustaine. You're just as bad as Sammy Hagar. Fucking Metallica hasn't said one bad shit thing about you. They fucking don't respond to this bullshit you're always fucking talking about them. Dude, we know you want back in the band. You're gone. It's over. Get over it. Same thing with you, Sammy. Van Halen's done. Stop it. But fucking Dave Mustaine, you're pissing me off. I love fucking Megadeth, but I always, I'm a Metallica narc turd or whatever. You, nerd, not a turd, because I don't get pissy <laughs> when people don't like what I like on them. But, uh, fuck, shut the fuck up, Dave, Miss Dane. What do you think about that, Al? Um, You know, it's like, it, it, with
1: anything, man, Like any interview that Dave does, he probably always gets fast on Metallica anyway. He should probably just be like, listen, I've answered these questions in the past. Let's just move on to the next one. But he chooses to answer them, and that's going to grab the headlines. So um, I don't know, man. It just kind of it—it's it, it, kind of the both ends, man. It's the media and and Dave. You know, Dave doesn't have to answer that stuff anymore, man. He's like, dude, I, he could he could be like, I had my time in them, and uh, you know, it's the long in the past, and uh, just the next question, you know. But, the but he chooses why- to.
0: Why would Metallica nope. want to do anything with him when he keeps talking shit like this also? Yeah, they're not, they're not going to do anything. They don't
1: need him, you know? It's Metallica's a juggernaut, man. They don't need to tour with anybody, you know what I mean? The fact that they still have opening acts is kind of, t- you know, they want to help bands out, I guess, you know? But, uh, you know, Dave's not going to get any help from that because <laughs> he keeps mouthing off. So, I don't know, it's just... Uh, Dave's always been uh, an outspoken <laughs> idiot, you know. <laughs> but he's smart, but he's an eye on. Where should I have oh. a oh,
4: put my milkshake?
1: I do Put in the fridge. Oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <No problem>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Just Dave. Yeah. He, he's a smart guy. He's not stupid, but he puts his foot in his mouth all the time. That's part of his his thing, you know. So I don't know. I have no other opinion on that. Andy, he can't let he can't let oh, the pass go. He can't let the pass go. It's like an old girlfriend, man. He wants to go back back to it. Even though
2: that chick's married and has kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still keeps on calling. <laughs> dude, this this dude, I don't understand this guy. He he's got one of the best bands. He's very popular around the world. Successful he's been successful with them, you know. Yeah, he's very successful. It's not like he's got a shit band. You know, he's toured the world who knows how many times. Dude, it, it doesn't matter what. Metallica well, is always going to be more popular than Megadeth. He's mad because the Black Album fucking destroyed be. anything he's ever done. So, <laughs> Yeah, but there in the 90s after the Black Album, when they came out with Load and Reload, Megadeth really did kind of push them push them to the side for a little bit. With the releases that Megadeth did throughout the '90s, a "Load" and "Reload" were fucking million sellers, man. I don't think
0: Megadeth's yeah, albums at that time acclaim. sold as much as Metallica's. Well, at oh, well, yeah, Metallica that point,
2: at that point, Metallica could shit on an album and it would sell a million, yeah. right? That sells. I'm talking about critical acclaim oh, because yeah. those Megadeth albums were better than "Load" and "Reload" in my opinion. Risk, and they've also been busier with releasing more albums uh, as well. well
1: Risk kind of wasn't good either. Lion's
0: <laughs> the only is, good song off that album.
2: Yeah, but I'm not saying well, that everything he released was gold. Of course, he of course there were a couple of clunkers, but but they've kept it busy. They've I think they released more albums than Metallica has. Oh, way more. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, like Charles likes to say, you know, I don't know why he's quality not quantity. He's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know why why he's pissed off. I don't know why he would want to. Well, I know why why he would want to go go on tour with Metallica because they play big stadiums and he plays arenas. So, um, you know, I, I I just wish that Dave would just you know be quiet and just go back to doing what he does best. Well, I guess what he does best is talk shit and play music. So that's what he's doing. Kind of sounds, you know, sounds familiar. Some bitches about this. Yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, I think that's why Hagar and uh, Dave Mustaine are friends, even though I love both of them. Uh... I'll talk shit about Hagar when he's an idiot. Charles, what do you think of this?
3: I'm going to defer to Jerry. I want to go last right before okay. you. Yeah.
0: He's
1: just always been, you know, like Al said, a jerk or an asshole or whatever the fuck he is. He said that look look like he's sucking on a linen. You know, fucking, I, I, he pisses me off. He seems to shut the fuck up, man. Seriously. Like he all said, he's successful. He's got a great band. I mean, it's, it, he, his band's in the top four, you know, the, 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 you know the top four of thrash bands. The big, four. big four the big four thank you but uh I mean get on with it dude we know you helped Metallica everybody knows that I think people in Metallica know that move on dude Jesus that's all I got to say
3: <laughs> Charles <laughs> I mean what else what else can you say I mean oh I got plenty more to add to that <laughs> <laughs> I know good setup I know how you feel. Go ahead. (laughs) Dave Mustaine cannot handle the fact that he was kicked out of America's greatest heavy metal band ever. (laughs) Ever. Is Megadeth maybe better musically at times? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know what? I watch some kind of monster almost every week. I love, 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 love watching Dave Mustaine cry like a little girl because he was kicked out of Metallica. It's there for pro. It's there forever, folks. Watch it. If you do not believe it, it's true. If Dave Mustaine today, Kirk Hammett decided to retire, and Lars and James fell on their head and made this mistake and said, you know what? Let's bring Dave back. It's a done deal. Yeah. It's a done yeah. deal. Oh yeah. Dave Mustaine is in Metallica. To include, Megadeth is disbanded. If they said you must disband it while you're in Metallica, we'll bring you in like you did Robert, full member of the band, it's over. Megadeth's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so would Dave have to do all the fucking, you know, all the other tunes he didn't do? That's
1: of, of Puppets. He would do whatever. For will they let him do Megadeth songs? No. no. He would, he'd drop it. He Dave Mustaine to Metallica.
3: He would drop it. <laughs> he would do Lulu. <laughs> <He'd> do whatever. <laughs> he don't care. All, all the, the biggest thing I don't like about Megadeth is their fan, the typical hardcore Megadeth fans are the, like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> attack Metallica fans, you're fucking idiots, posers, whatever. Hey dude, I like both mans actually. Yeah, me too. Me too. But okay. I I've never been a fan of how mistake carries himself. When we all know he'd go back in Metallica in a minute. Yeah. He he wants we to turn
0: it so bad. It's like and then he badmouths him <laughs> saying that he's yeah. the I don't know he's why he's the one he, who gave them a head start. I don't really know why he'd want to go back in
1: Metallica now, though, because he do, he knows damn well he wouldn't have no power in that band.
2: Yeah. You yeah. Here he's got all the power and he says it kicks people out whenever he wants it. It's mega dave. It's always, been, it's always been mega yeah. Come on. Yeah.
3: Do it just to prove that he was better than anybody. That's why. Oh, I can do more with these songs. Okay, whatever. I know you go back Metallica. It's on some kind of monster. He didn't say it, but he might as well have. Yeah watching him boo hoo like a little girl <laughs> that's goodness so and he also said bass players are overrated too like, <laughs> that's what right I he's
1: always been a fucking jerk man
3: that's probably right. shot it dude you know what
0: he gives people. christians a bad name i'm just saying but, uh, you, but for those mega, who love
3: megadeth mega i I love them i I don't love them i like them I think Slayer's better, but whatever. Yeah, I agree.
0: We'll get into a Slayer because you guys are probably going to make me do something on the Freeform Rock (laughs) podcast on Slayer. YouTube will probably be on there. I'll probably be just throwing up the whole episode. Yeah, I had to get really drunk to listen to Slayer again. Oh, God. I'm sorry about that Raw track the other night. I didn't know because you know why. I don't listen to Slayer. So I didn't know that 86 Live from Canada track of Angel of Death was fucking feedback, fucking. Feedback. It was pretty bad, yeah. It was pretty bad. It was raw. I didn't know, but you know why? Because I don't listen to Slayer. <laughs> I just put it on because it said live, because I like playing live tracks on the show. But let's get to the next shit. Uh, well, I don't want to say shit. Let's get it. Like every week, we always go. Fuck, you know, we're only here for a few few minutes, man. But uh, it just feels like every week we had to announce. People who uh, passed away, <laughs> and it's like, man, I want to start. I I don't know this guy, so I'm gonna refer to people. Do what Tim Amar of Death? I don't like death metal, but I uh, respect his friends and family. Al, do you have anything to say about him? Um, he was what the bass player, I think.
3: Singer,
1: singer, singer. I'm sorry, the singer. Yeah, he took um, over for Chuck. Yeah. Um. I was not the I, I remember I had a really good friend in when I was in high school and uh we'd go over his house and his older brother um liked a lot of uh like thrash and and death metal and some you know like black metal and like the more extreme type of stuff. And I'd always look like look through his CDs and uh I remember he always had like death death seas. He had like leprosy, which is like their classic album. And uh, so for a little while, like I kind of got into them and um, I was into that stuff. I was bringing like blank tapes and making cassettes and stuff like that. So I remember uh, taping Leprosy, which was their second album and uh, really liking it, you know, like, you know, because I was starting to get into heavier music by like 87, 88. I was already like really into Thrash, Metallica, Megadeth and, you know, the big four, the big four bands. But then I was starting to branch out into like these other genres like death and possessed and things like that um i don't listen to death metal a whole lot but i like a little more melodic stuff but every once in a while i like to go into like a, a little more of extreme thing but um but anyway like when chuck died i was a big deal you know because he was like uh considered a pioneer in the death metal death metal scene you know so that was like a big i remember i remember when he passed away it was a big deal um this guy, you know, I—I I, I mean, from then on, I didn't really follow up that, so I didn't really know, uh, you know, much about this guy, you know. So, but it, it's, uh, it's, um, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, like, I mean, he's, I'm sure he wasn't that that old either, you know, was in his fifties, fifty nine, I think. Yeah, pushing. I mean, it seems to be a lot of like, you know, sixty is still, sixties is still young, man. To die in his sixties and, yeah. you know, for it's, it's still like. It's still young, man. So I mean, you probably didn't live the healthiest lifestyle. Who knows? You know, I don't know what kind of lifestyle he led. So, um, but you know, rest in peace. You know, and I'm sure, like for a lot of Death fans, it's uh, it was, it's a loss. You know, but I haven't really followed him since like the early '90s, so I can't. All I don't right. really know
2: the guy. You know, so that's right, me. Andy. That's my uh... Andy. Oh, um, you know, I don't know that much about um about the band Death, but I know I do know that they were one of the four leaders in American underground death metal, and um they have a large fan base. Um, unfortunately, I'm not one of them because that kind of music is a little bit too much for me. Me too. But you know, my condolences go out to his family and um of course his fans because I do know that fans of Death, they're you know they're very dedicated to their band so you know my condolences go out to them you know okay. that's terrible and, and to be only 59 or is that what y'all said 59 was his age yeah Yeah. Um, that's um, a tough break man that sucks so, so
0: that's Charles, all I wanted to say so Charles you say I don't like metal do you have any thoughts on the guy dying
3: yeah it's horrible Anybody dies is horrible. Uh, a food poisoning, too. What? Which is, oh, that wow. what it was?
1: Wow, yeah, wow, it's that's
3: okay. Crazy. That's crazy, that's, right? That's kind yeah. of fucked up.
1: That's kind of fucked up to die yeah. from, then.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's crazy. Right, I mean, everything. I'm not massive fans of the death metal genre, but. Uh, Hey, you know, it don't matter. I know a lot of our mutual friends are, so I'm sure they yeah. felt it and yeah, uh enjoy do his friends and family are uh well it matter about that I mean, a human being died, so that's not yeah, cool yeah, that sucks, and, yeah. uh to his friends, family fans, you know, my condolences
0: condolences, man, but uh, can we get to you, Jerry? I mean, it sucks, I mean. <clears throat> I only
1: knew the guy from the band Pharaoh. You guys ever heard of them? No. That's the only no. I, I, as far as death is concerned, I stopped following them like maybe the late '90s, man. You know, so I really don't know much about them past then. I love them. I love their stuff back then. I thought it was very, uh, um, yeah, Leprosy's a classic, man. Yeah, I mean, it's good shit. But uh, I need to we re- I need to go back and and check out their catalog because I have not listen to it in a while, but. I I love their early stuff. So, you know, rescue peace, you know, you know, hope their family, you know, finds peace and you know that's it. Yeah, food food poisoning sucks, dude. Um, to, die, yeah. to die from that man, shit.
0: And and then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna combine these two deaths. Uh, I don't know nothing about Tom but condolences to his friends and family. But I'm gonna combine these two deaths so we could like for time constraints. Uh, Raquel Welch dead in 82 and Tim McCarver died. Uh, Al, any on both of those people? Um, yeah, Raquel Welch, come on. I mean,
1: she was beautiful and uh, an icon. Um, she just looked beautiful even when she was older, man. I mean, she aged gracefully, in my opinion. You now, Madonna, you should take note, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, god um it's not no honestly her. man like you know i remember her in like um you know in some like later movies and she looked older but she still looked awesome man you know like she's still beautiful you know and uh and um and tim you know i mean tim uh you know broadcaster and uh and um you know he died at 81 so i mean 81 is still not terribly old i'm saying that because my parents are 80 so, I don't want to see them go
0: yet. Or him you know doing I mean? the World Series and shit, it's like he was, he, I knew him basically as that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, no, rest in peace to him too, you know? Um, that's really it, man. I got nothing else, you know? Raquel Walsh, man. I mean, she's just such an icon,
0: though no? She was still hot. Uh, Charles, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. What do you think about those two deaths?
3: Same thing, man. Condolences. And uh, I didn't, I, didn't, I personally haven't seen that much of Raquel Welch's work, but I see her pictures plastered all over the place forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's a beautiful woman. Uh, and Tim McCarver, I, I definitely remember his work as a baseball announcer. He had a, yeah. to me, kind of down-home kind of vibe to him uh, with his work, and I always really enjoyed his work, so... You know, that was like a few hours ago that came out. Yeah. Okay, so you gave you it know. to us, Charles. Yeah, crazy. Just yeah. but it's gonna continue, as like you said.
0: That's but it's
3: just the way it's going, man. I got
0: keep saying, can we go a week without this? It always comes the day before on the day of the show.
1: Oh, dude, we say it every week. We're not gonna go a week without something. Sorry, it it, sucks, it'll be rare, though, it'll be
0: rare. It really sucks. But, Andy, what do you think about those deaths?
2: Yeah, um, Raquel Welch, I've never really seen a movie of hers, but I do know, um, go to Jerry like after, the after pictures I got to go to the restroom. are plastered everywhere. And also, you know, she came out on an episode of Seinfeld which she did pretty well on, but Tim McCarver. Man, I loved Tim McCarver. He was um, one of my favorites. He called 23 World Series. Um, He played for countless teams. Well, not countless, like maybe four. And he won the World Series twice. He played with the Cardinals. Um, That's where he won his World Series. But um, also he called 23 World Series, if y'all can believe that. Um, That's, you know, of course he was already 81, but he lived a great life. He gave his life to to the game by either playing it or being in the um, broadcast booth. And I was reading about his very first one. He was called in, his very first World Series, he was called in as a replacement for Howard Cosell. So I don't know if Cosell had gotten sick or what happened, but they called Tim Carver and he took over for the rest of the World Series until he retired. So, um, you know, my condolences to his family and you know, he, you know, I enjoyed listening to him. And he really broke down the game the way that um, for, for people to understand, for people that weren't that familiar with the game. So um, that's all I have to say. And, you know, I'm sorry to hear about Tim McCarver passing away. Jerry?
1: Yeah, I mean, he was a great announcer. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, he played with the Cardinals. So that's his only thing I didn't like about him. But uh, <laughs> uh, he always had this really – soft spoken way of announcing, you know what I mean? Not irritating yeah. like some of these people nowadays. Um you know, rest in peace. He was a, you know, I grew up listening to this guy mouse game. So as far as Raquel Welch fan, that you know she never she said she always she never wanted to be a sex symbol, but I guess if you look like that it's kind of hard not to be, you know. Yeah it's hard. That picture, uh what was that movie? Million beasts million year BC or whatever. Mm-hmm. In that yeah. it was in Shawshank Redemption, that picture where he escaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful woman, yeah. I mean, yeah. sexy, beautiful woman. Um, I only know a few movies. I know she was in uh, fuck. Unfortunately, I had to watch Legally Blonde. She was in that, I think, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, I don't know. She was in a bunch of movies. She was in and uh, Mindy. she was in a lot of shit. yeah. But 82, man, that's that's a good life, man. I mean, yeah. I prefer going to my mid nineties, but you know, and like Al said, man, she was beautiful right to the end, man. So, I mean, yeah. she had some work done, but not as bad as some people. So,
2: Madonna. <laughs> no, she did a touch up, but that's about it. You know, a touch up here and there. I mean, she nothing had wrong to, with that. Nah, no. there's nothing wrong hey, she with she that. All the, the
0: money does the same thing. She doesn't. She the money to like look good. I don't like Do what you want to yourself. Yeah.
2: yeah, but it's when you come out all fucked up that you don't even know. <laughs> Who that person is that you have to be told who that person was
0: did you, you ever see that mom yeah, and so. daughter that got so many fucking appliances surgeries they look like a balloon yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> oh my god how do they think they're hot or it, I, I,
1: it's a sick it's a sickness, bro. It's a sickness. Yeah. That, that. It's do bo- just,
0: I, I don't want to
3: get into this shit. Let's get it.
0: They're called
1: influencers, man. i, I just little gonna say
3: little Kim don't even look like a, a human being anymore. Oh god, so. he doesn't.
1: I always thought she was kind of hot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. What the fuck? Yeah, was she sick- like? Was she like four or five? I think she's a little teeny, but she looked good. mean like Al said, it's a sickness.
0: It is it's a sickness, but yeah. What, what I'm going to say about Raquel Welch, I remember her from, I think, Mork and Mindy. She was in a few episodes of more and Mindy, yeah. And I, I always thought she was a beautiful lady. I, I looked her up a few months ago. You know, like uh, our good friend Dr. Fuck says, people only talk about people when they die. We should talk about people when they're alive. I agree with them wholeheartedly. So I put up, I love the whole cast to marry with children. <laughs> Why you put that up? yes because <laughs> dr fuck said about dick van dyke so i'm like you know what dr fuck is right the fucking great sage of the rock and metal combat podcast uh so i agree with him but uh tim mccarver man watching baseball games that guy you never felt he was skewed to one side or the other he was pretty neutral sure was it's not like when you have like in, uh what's that dude's name he's on espn now What's that fucking... Joe, uh, Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck was always Buck. skewed. If you weren't <laughs> the Cardinals, you know, he didn't like your team. Because his dad was a fucking Cardinals announcer for years. Yeah. So you could tell he had biased against them. So, I have a Tim McCarver, so I can unbiased... I like John Smoltz. And, I of course, <laughs> I love the great Joe Davis. He does that now because he's a Dodger announcer. Took uh, over for the great... Next, <laughs> Vin, Scully. Vin Scully. Scully. Uh, Did you guys ever hear the story about Vin Scully? Joe yes, Go Davis got a call,
3: <laughs> and he ignored it.
0: <laughs> and then he got a fucking voicemail. And Vin Scully says, "Hey, this is Vin Scully. I just want to congratulate you on your new job." I because he called him three times. I guess I I struck out <laughs> calling you. Oh, I'm always, <laughs> I'm 0-3 and, and getting a hold of you, Joe, but call me when you get a chance. Great Vin Scully, man.
2: Fucking oh, was one better. Of the
0: greatest 49ers games in the catch against Dallas Cowboys.
2: Oh, 49ers and Dodgers. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shut up, cheaters. Dick and bird. But, uh, right. <laughs> let's get to Damn the it. next... You say cheaters, y'all won the World Series for playing a 50-game season. I can, dude, what that was do? the hardest season ever. Yeah. The Lakers won the bubble.
1: I'm the, the Lakers
0: fan. played 77 fucking games out of yeah, 82.
4: They fucking played <laughs> with
0: nobody. Nobody in the stands. Uh, LeBron James wanted to fucking leave the fucking bubble because it was so fucking depressing. That is the fucking hardest NBA championship to win in any fucking game. Oh, God. Okay, son, son, stand over there. What have you won?
3: We got a good okay. chance this year. Such I don't think you'll soon. win. You'll die, like usual. KD coming soon. KD went there. <laughs> KD went
0: there. <laughs> uh, now the now Fucking supersonic original draft pick is still with that. that That Supersonic. Let's let's get to something that Charles loves. Uh, Richard Sambora is in talks with Bon Jovi about a reunion. We have to get out there and do it for the fans. Sambora also briefly touched on singer John Bon Jovi's alleged vocal issues, which were a point of discussion among fans and critics during the band's 2022. John is having a hard time with his voice, a little bit, but he needed to take a little bit of a breather. Fucking, he admitted it, that John had problems with the voice. Do you think any member of KISS would fucking admit that? Al, what do you think about Richie Sambora coming to band, and him admitting John had vocal problems? Um, that's probably
1: in- inevitable that he was going to come back, you know? Um Admitting that John has vocal problems. I mean, I mean shit, water is
0: wet, bro. <laughs> I mean, but the tour <laughs> it, before it's... that was good because I saw it. it What's alive. that? One? You this admit house that? is not for sale. That was a good one. And you admit that. I did. I love I, it. I love it. I the saw the,
4: uh,
1: I actually saw the uh the the, um, the house is not for sale, right? That this house is not for sale. Is that was called? Yeah, the album. I saw that um, a friend of mine uh, had an extra ticket for this meeting a, is being recorded. It we was two in um,
0: two Andys. <laughs> right, for real? So,
1: I don't know what the hell just happened. You just split yeah, two for real.
3: and you're in the black. You got Bizarro Andy and Andy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to be more professional in the Freeform Rock podcast
3: because um, we are yeah.
0: the sloppiest America's podcast of all time. But come anyway, on, we're okay. trying to be professional on this show, Andy. Uh, anyway dude i mean um yeah john has
1: vocal problems i've saw videos of some videos of the last tour that he did he couldn't he had no power in his voice couldn't sing dude he was like kind of talking his whispering his way through his songs almost it was like painful like to watch that shit you know and and richie's right he uh, well i mean i hope he gets his voice resolved or whatever and if he can't then you should just retire dude you know how much money does he fucking need you know what i mean keep your legacy intact i mean what you know anyway i, I don't know i'm just uh, i would like bon jovi up until like new jersey like keep the faith was good you know pretty good and that was about it and i didn't really follow him i actually these actually these days was a good album too i like that one so
0: then and fucking. This meeting have, nice, have a nice. I didn't day. go after.
1: The, I didn't go after these days. That was really it. That was my end to end for me. Um,
0: when he came out with like uh, sale. the right. Better Roses album. No, that's New Jersey. Yeah.
1: No, it's not Better Roses. is not New Jersey.
0: It's keep the, the faith. I keep
1: the faith.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. There you are, Andy. How did I know that?
1: How did I know that? Because kid? I'm I, that drunk. I
0: money. drink a whole fucking glass of whiskey. Bitch. <laughs> Charles, Charles is a closet Bon Jovi like. He
1: is. <laughs> hey, dude he he admitted that he likes uh, some of like
3: slip through One Wet and shit like yeah. that. So I uh, don't um, hate. Everybody. Hey,
0: unfortunately, <laughs> be, before Charles and uh, and Jerry, there, I've been bugging Lee to do the album Bounce by Bon Jovi for a long time. You're welcome,
2: Andy. What do you think about it? <laughs> Oh well, I really hope that I really hope that he comes back because I do like Richie Sambora. <laughs> but I really did stop listening to Bon Jovi after New Jersey. After New Jersey, I didn't hear anything after that. Then they started playing country and having different guests. Dude, that album is it.
0: Bon Jovi, though. It's not country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but that doesn't it, mean it doesn't to... sound country at all. It's Bon Jovi. I love it. Yeah, but like I don't
2: it. like it. So
1: no, I agree. I think it sounds country. Yeah.
0: Like, Lost Highway is rules. I fucking love that album.
2: No, so I stopped after New Jersey. Dude, have New you Jersey. never heard these days with Hey God? Hey, yes, God. I have.
0: Cool. I, I, I don't like it. I don't want to be an elitist on this. So Charles... <laughs> that's the you bottom line. Stone Cold said so. So, Charles, because you know what, I call myself I, out. Yeah, I, got I call elitist. myself out of being a dick uh-huh. sometimes.
3: I got an elitist answer for that one, Andy. If you don't like what Mark likes, you're an elitist, basically. That's all, that is. that's all that. That's all that is. I just <laughs> no, because he you, you, the 90s. you
2: You
0: guys all tell me something I like sucks, and I've never once told you what you like sucks.
3: Well, that's oh, yes. Uh, but you except ABA and Ghost.
0: And, and the uh, thing is I'm kind of diplomatic on all bongos. I said, you know what I can't get into them. It's not bad, but if you like it, enjoy.
1: Well, let's go to the, let's go to the videotape <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: they know uh, I say that. I say that all the time I I, I you know I respect other people's choices. Right. I respect other people's opinions if it doesn't agree with mine.
2: you know I haven't said you talk in a long time. So fucking so go ahead, Charles. That I just didn't like what Bon Joey did after New Jersey. It just didn't appeal to me. Well, I, I, that's fine. I do. <laughs> I oh, want to remind
3: you of Savage Garden. Anyway, that fucks up Savage <laughs> Garden. <laughs> I love <will say laughs> this. And this is that soccer mom and Mark Alden Taylor news that gets everybody excited. At least maybe they'll sound good now. Yeah, maybe. Cause John Bon Jovi's over, he's done, dude. At least he doesn't do the tapes. But it's like the fucking Vince Neil thing, which I'm sure you're going to stand up and defend. It it <laughs> sounded so much better on it, the stage. No, 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 I, it, it did sounded not. so much
0: better on the stage, But
3: that new shit was horrible. No, he did not. You're just an apologist. There's no way. I've seen footage. He sounded the same as he did on this last show. No, he did it? Oh shit. Maybe so because I was Bob. there,
0: and they blasted it so loud that I couldn't hear. It'd uh, be
3: usually, you know what? I will say in defense because I saw Kiss, Scab, Kiss before they rolled tapes, and Paul did sound like shit, but you didn't notice it as much when you're there. I yeah. think when you watch it on the video, you 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 capture it. It's not
0: pro it. shot either. Focused on phone, it, more. dude.
3: Yeah, you focus on that more or something when you're in the element. I don't think you quite notice it as much, but anyway. Yeah, With Jeff Leppard rules. Yeah, not really. But with Bon Jovi, you know, hey, whatever. I I don't hate everything they've done. I would go for a two-hour set of Wanted
2: Dead or Alive done over and over again. Over and over. You know what? I would go see them because (laughs) Richard Dambora is going to come out. And I would like to, you know, maybe he can help supplement with with his vocals because when Richie was on there, man, he, man, he really helped out a lot yeah, with the a lot. Phil, Phil helped a lot of vocals. Phil X yeah. is a great
0: guitarist, but he, he can't sing like Richie. Yeah, oh, Richie really keep, did go in a lot. If, if Richie comes back, are they gonna keep Phil X? Probably. I right? hope so. That'd be cool. You know, like they like Iron Maiden has that what Yannick gears, it doesn't do shit uh-huh. <laughs> roll around the stage and looks like an <laughs> idiot. God dang, dude, he does nothing <laughs> for Iron Maiden. Get the fuck out of there! I saw them live. The other guys are yep. playing their hearts out. He's just fucking. Looks <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, retarded people. But you look retarded. He's all spinning out his finger, and who knows what the hell he's doing with that guitar? He ain't playing that. Charles, what do you think? Uh, are you done, Charles? I don't want to cut.
3: You. I mean, it's just Bon Jovi. Who cares? Who cares? Mark does. I do. So.
0: Yeah. I do too, <laughs> uh, Jerry.
1: They're the best fucking band in the world. I mean, unfortunately, I've been—I was—I bu- was busy every time they came, you know, in Nashville on tour, and I missed them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm, I'm gonna be busy days in the future when they come too. But the hey, you best. missed Night they're Ranger
0: the, again. They're the, the fucking fuck best. Band. All
1: their shit after New Jersey is fucking awesome. You don't need to send me anything, Mark. <laughs> on Messenger, I know it all. It's great. I love it. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, I love Richie. I love Bon Jovi. Like I said, the 2020 album is shit. It's just weird uh, that I maybe he didn't practice, do anything. But the 2020 album was horrible. This house is not for sale. It was a good album. I didn't played that title track. Great album. Great
2: album. <laughs> I love this house is not for sale.
0: Great. And album. Uh, Bon Jovi Richie. was my
2: very first concert, so I'll always hold that special because he was. Bon Joy was the first band I ever saw on stage. So that was really cool. Oh, with the smile face on it. Nice. but uh, huh? That's uh, Have a Nice face. Day. Mm-hmm.
3: I Ooh,
0: love it. that fucking album. Have a nice day. And I say, boom, boom, have a nice day. <laughs> I fucking love that song because they're being sarcastic. Somebody gets in your way, just tell them, have a nice day. That's a fuck off. Fucking great. I love that fucking song. That's fucking clever lyrics, man. Yes, brilliant, it's brilliant, brilliant. Fuck off! I don't know holiday. if my ever had a fuck off song. Well, have a nice day is kind of go listen to that song. When the world gets in my way, I say have a nice day. Yeah. He's saying fuck off. <laughs> I check
3: Nothing it out more <laughs> rock and roll than that right there. Oh, fuck off! Passive aggressive. Well, let's get
0: talk. to uh. I'm going to get to a couple more bullshits. And then we're going to get to what we're supposed to do. <laughs> uh, then we get to, let's get into some movie shit. Cause we are sports and movies. We already talked a little bit of sports. Let's talk about a about a movies. One of my favorite directors of all time, Steven Spielberg tells Tom Cruise, you saved Hollywood's ass. Top Gun Maverick might've saved the entire theatrical Industry, what do you think about that, Al? Well, that movie was fucking huge, man. It it did over, did it do a billion? Oh, it, it's like the great fucking movie, dude. It did a lot of money, dude. More than anything, even more than any Disney movie. That is,
1: I mean, I've, I watched it, you know, a couple of times, and it is, it's a great movie, man. I I really like it. So, I mean, there could be a little bit of truth in that. You know, I I struggle to find a bad Tom Cruise movie. Me too. Me too.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I think the worst was Eyes Wide Shut, but that I didn't mind. Wasn't that, that bad. But I love that movie. I love. But that I'm movie. saying it wasn't bad. It's not something I wouldn't watch anymore. That's a Kubrick uh, movie
3: too.
1: Yeah, I don't like Stanley um, Kubrick
3: that much. Yeah, his last yeah. one. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I <laughs> I mean, there's probably some truth to that. You know? So, uh, I agree with him. Because, I mean, movies have been lackluster in the past couple of years, to be yeah. honest with you. And this one was, like, worth going to the movies for. You know? So... I saw it there, yeah. too. And again, man, I don't fucking think Kyle's, the guy's career has been
0: freaking amazing. I, mean, I agree. I don't know, man. And maybe because he's, has, like, cocktail.
1: It, again, that's Scientology, shit, you know? Born on the
3: 4th of <laughs> July. I don't know about cocktail. That, that one's kind of Dude, mean, every terrible.
0: every Mission Impossible better. Hey, that was an She was doing cocktail. Yeah. 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 Hey, but just put it this way. Every Mission Impossible come- movie got better. Every yeah, Fast right? and the Furious movie got worse. Charles Charles What well, come on Charles, you didn't like the way Tom Cruise flipped the
3: bottles? <laughs> that <Cocktail laughs> was amazing. That movie was silly. It, but, dude,
0: he and did the bottle alcohol flipping, dude. Oh, wow. You know, and Tom Cruise. He yeah, he does all his sex. own stunts. Risky <laughs> like business, dude. Yeah, you know, he's a method actor. He had sex with Rebecca D. Mornay, so it looked real
3: in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Good for, hey, right, I good I for like him, I like the interview with the vampire. That's a good one, too. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. That might be one
1: that I didn't like. Wait, actually. Okay. All yeah, right.
3: I liked I him as bad stuff. guy. He
0: Magnolia was kind of weird, but that was cool too. But uh...
3: Vanilla Sky. Oh, I love Vanilla Sky. That would be Cruise. Be yeah, Chiena. that's a
0: good movie. That's a trip.
1: My Man. favorite Cameron movie is, is that. that Edge of yeah, the,
0: the newest besides Talk on Maverick is Edge of Tomorrow.
3: Good movie. That yeah. movie is fucking yeah. great. Rock of Ages. I love oh, Rock I like of Ages too.
0: I know, have. He a made, I he think made a Rock Dinger.
1: I think Charles just Roger. found it. I think Charles just found it. <laughs> he made he that movie, I like that turd. movie.
0: He was good at it. You can't Ugh. say he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> easy was in there. You know what? sucked was the thing where they did, I can't fight this feeling. They made it gayer than it already was.
1: That was funny as fuck, man. But I'm they
0: funny. still made it gayer than it already it was. It
1: was funny, dude. It was supposed to be comedy, dude. No offense to gay people
0: I have lots of gay oh, friends. Geez. Charles, what do you think about that shit?
3: I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, I I buy it. I buy it. I mean, Spielberg says it. I mean, makes sense to me. Huge money. I mean, Top Gun just rules as a period. Don't matter. First one, second one, whatever. They keep making it, too. I'd be happy with that. So, he's always been a big star, man. And one movie he made that I really, really, really like, I don't think it got enough love, was Valkyrie. No, oh, it was a great movie. movie.
4: Was
3: a fucking great movie. Yeah. And Legend. Remember Legend? Oh, wait, there's another oh. one.
0: Yeah, the last the Samurai. One. Last Ooh, Samurai. Fucking okay. great movie. I have that over here somewhere. Oh.
3: But anyway, Top Gun. Yeah, it's great. And he probably did. But I still think movies are gonna move more to streaming. I'm sorry. Yeah shit. It,
4: it's
3: not wait a minute, but it's not because of the fucking movies. It's because of the Tier programming, they're doing it like AMC, and they're now they're charging you for good seats,
0: right? In yeah,
3: the theater and stuff like that. The, the theater industry itself is going to cro- ruin it. Well, Regal's already closed a lot of uh places. Well, AMC is going to be closing a lot too. If you got to pay extra just to sit in a good seat, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah and to touch on what, um but what you get I'm the A
0: list. Saying- it's only twenty five ninety nine a month get to see three movies a week Whoa,
1: That's a wait. so if you go see a movie and there's only five or six people in there you can't pick your own fucking seat
2: no you can but you have to pay extra for it yeah they do tier uh, seating in amc now so yep. mm-hmm.
1: I, I heard of that but i don't know how it works but that fucking
2: blows dude yeah it but does. they should try to get people into the theaters because there's not people there's not that many yeah. people going to the theaters right now instead they're doing the opposite you know, $10 for a fucking thing of candy. You figured that would be enough. I guess not. Uh, oh, I I
0: bring my own candy and I, I do too. My bring wife brings tell first. you This episode, we saw this movie called The Sixth Man with a Damon Wayans. And I had this fucking, remember those starter jackets in the 90s with the big pouches? Yeah. I had the 49ers ones. So I put peppermint schnapps. I put tequila. I put 12-pack of beer in there. And my friends decided they didn't want to drink. So I drank the whole shit. Because I go fuck I ain't wasting my money. I blacked out. <laughs> it's fucked up. But uh let's get out of this because uh Richie yeah. Sambora's cool. Did I miss anybody?
3: Did I miss <laughs> Back Richie Sambora again? Did you I miss know, anybody? Cruise, buddy.
0: Oh Tom uh, Cruise, Tom Cruise, Jerry.
1: Thank yeah. you, Jesus No, I mean you guys said it all enough. I mean, you <laughs> I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. He saved it? I mean he blew away fucking uh that movie blew away
0: Jurassic
3: Park, man. I mean, that's a huge mm-hmm. franchise. So, yeah. Right. Andy, did you talk on Tom Cruise? I don't
2: think oh, he well, did
0: either.
2: Well, <laughs> oh well, <the laughs> last... I'm saying keep going. I'm saying who's next? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Well, the last Tom Cruise movie I saw was The Outsiders. What? So I really don't have much. To say. Whoa, whoa! What? I'm not a very big movie guy. So the last real movie I saw with Tom Cruise was The Outsiders. What?
0: Yes, you never I saw Bored on the Fourth of July? No, I've never seen Born on the Fourth of
2: July. Oh I know. My the God. The do you like Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I do. Do you like Kevin Bacon? Yes, but I've never seen a few good men. You, you need <laughs> to you go watch that movie, Andy. I don't have to. I'm fine. You know no, no, I'm no, 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 I
1: no. Like no, no. I you
0: will, Andy, I know you. Look, you will absolutely. enjoy that fucking movie. Nah, you would I like Days I of would. Thunder better. You like Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Yeah, you would like when him Days and the of Thunder rules, in it. man. It's He's like fucking rules. Done on a car. Far and I, away rules, too. I like Far and Away. I like that I, movie. That wasn't bad. Far and away because that showed my ancestors in Oklahoma because my grandma's grandpa freaking did that land rush, like in Far and Away to get the stake their land in Oklahoma. And uh he lost her house because he was and uh fucking like alcoholic but I'm not I'm good but uh,
2: <laughs> who needs to talk now uh, maybe one day I'll go back and see you know different movies but I just I just wasn't interested in him for some reason I just didn't you never but, saw Risky uh, Business oh well, yeah but wasn't the Outsiders about the same time mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Risky but Business right afterwards. Ricky right afterwards. Yeah. Risky Business is all about I've, Tom now oh well yeah I've seen Risky Business it was, uh, and I've seen that movie going all the way. Or no, wait, all the right moves. Yeah, but you never saw Top Gun? Nah, no, I I've never saw the first Top Gun. Oh,
0: my God. Good stuff, man. Dude. And I'm fine. I, I love have you, to Andy. I love you so much, Andy, but you need to watch Top Gun before you make an opinion on Tom Cruise. You're going to get plastered? With What's that movie where he had the, the precogs? The precogs? Precogs? <laughs> where they, they have people protect no, crime. You. Minority Report. You yeah, need to yeah. see fucking Minority Report. I'll pass. That's a, because, that's that's a great one.
2: Minority oh, Report rules.
0: That's
1: a good I mean,
2: If you that's want good. me to start watching Tom Cruise movies, you don't start with three cocks. But you don't know. <laughs> they, they
0: see that somebody's going to commit a crime before they Pre, do it. It's and, and Tom Cruise pre-cognitive. goes, fucked up.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you. It's a fucking... God. Edge of Tomorrow. Do you like... Who's fucking... Uh, the Johnson's it's... wife? Who? <laughs> the girl in Edge of Tomorrow. What Olivia
1: Wilde, is Wild, isn't it? It's an
0: Olivia Wilde. No, star. it's not a, She was in the house. The girl the, that was in The this Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, yeah. Yeah, what the that's... fuck is
1: her name? I can't think of it, but yeah. But
0: she wife. was in Edge of Tomorrow. Fucking great actress. But, uh... Jerry, you have anything about say about Tom Cruise? <laughs>
1: I just did, man. <laughs> okay, did. well I'm gonna. All get... right, I do want to mention I am looking forward to the next Mission Impossible. It's going to be two two movies actually. Yeah. So
3: and I'm looking and I'm looking forward to Precox, the new movie <laughs> Tom Cruise. That's gonna rule. <laughs> did, right? I say
0: pre, did I say Cox or Cox? My yeah,
3: will be played <laughs> Precox like down or <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, fucking whiskey is a, pile soon. Of a drug. Fuck. All right, but well, let's get into this episode. I'm gonna quit out. Fucking Vince Neal. looks oh, like. Wait a minute, no
3: Sammy Hagar news.
0: We don't Sammy. have well, You take that, Charles.
3: Do you? Sammy Dolly. What are we gonna do? no Dolly? Journey news.
0: Oh, well, I have yeah. Journey oh, news. Oh but it's thank stupid. you.
3: Don't no. Don't yes. Thank you. None.
0: I'm skipping Charles. it for Charles. Thank you. Ugh. it's not That's real crazy. news, anyways.
3: There wasn't any Hagar news this week, unfortunately. Mark Daly, who's now Sammy Dally. <laughs> don't Sammy have did. any news for you this week. Yep. Good old Sammy Daly. <laughs> you gotta own that one, buddy. <laughs> Guy loves him, man. Leave him alone. <laughs>
1: I
0: love Mark. He he rules. I don't know if he
3: loves him. I don't know, because he always posts stuff just to get on people's skin. Yeah, he posts the Bear
0: sometimes. Yeah,
1: he does. So one day,
3: he's going to have to dress up. Do you love Sammy Hagar or not? I asked him that, didn't I? Now you got to go, like, first I said,
0: because he's, like, saying back and forth on both of them. I think I asked him, dude. Where does your allegiance lie? And he didn't say, Where does your
1: allegiance lie? <laughs> <The> allegiance. <laughs> Either you're with me or you're against me.
0: I don't care. I like both. <laughs> you can say both and I'd be okay.
3: So It's cool. It's cool. Like I tell Mark, all, the other Mark, all the time. If you like it, man, I'm cool with it. That's the same thing with me. You know.
0: I am not elitist. I just do things for
3: comedy. I mean, he is horrible. But I mean, hey, if you like it, good. <laughs> I mean, Mark, right. Mark likes music about precocks. So, I, mean, hey, gonna...
0: I love the precocks. <laughs>
3: Whatever that means, we're on. Let's
0: uh, yeah, get into
3: the episode. Oh, maybe. Let's
0: get into the episode, man. Let's start with uh, we're doing our top 11 Canadian artists or bands. We didn't specify any genre. So Benny, guys, pick, pick Celine Dion. You're idiots. Just saying that right now. But uh, let's start with you, Al. What's your number eleven? You say people don't suck. I didn't. Oh, I, I, I have to because it's a show. Near, far, wherever you are.
3: Oh Canada!
2: Oh Canada! <laughs> That's a great movie,
3: by the way, isn't it? Titanic. That's yeah, a ta- great. Titanic,
2: dude. Man, Jack had Canada.
3: room
0: to get on that fucking plaque. Fucking Rose is a bitch.
3: I do I mean, yeah. All right. I wouldn't mind drawing her Al's name. Turn, or what? It's just me. Yeah, I asked up, Al what right?
0: his number 11 is. He started singing O Canada. Oh, no, I was singing <laughs> O Canada. Oh, <laughs> well, whoever.
3: Well, Jerry was doing Sits." sling Go ahead, Al. <laughs> couldn't tell the difference. Could
1: you? <laughs> uh, my number 11, I heard um i got into these guys i I tried these guys out like the past like couple years because i always heard eddie trunk talk about them and i never knew who never had heard them and i because eddie trunk talked about i was like let me check these guys out because he's always like giving them love and stuff so my my number 11 is gonna be coney hatch um and i checked out you know they have only four albums uh the first two are like the best man um real great melodic hard rock uh, I think it's the first one was from like eight nineteen eighty two. They were on uh, Anthem Records, which is Rush's label. Yeah. And damn. um and uh it was produced by Kim Mitchell, who might come up in my uh list a little bit later. Yeah. Um and I don't know, man. I I I take these guys now, man. I, I went out and got the first two albums and um the third album I I I sampled it and uh it's a bit more A, a-, a- O R kind of like they went a little more kind of commercial on it. Um, it's not bad, but it's not like I'm par with the first two, in my opinion. Coney um, Hatch, the first one self-titled, Out of Hand is the next one, came out in 83. Um, if you're going to try to get into these guys, I suggest getting checking out those first two albums, man. Great. If you like melodic hard rock, uh, great. And then um, uh, Andy Curran, uh, who's the bass player and singer, in that band, he now has a project with uh, Alex Lifeson, um, NVF None, which is not really a hard rock band. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's a little bro. more like, it's a little more electronic kind of like oh. that. Uh, kind of reminds me of Garbage a little bit. Garbage, a few- lot no, like garbage.
0: garbage
1: is way better.
0: That that image, yeah. No, that I, is I'm garbage. not saying.
1: I'm not saying that they're better than Garbage. I'm just saying that they remind me of Garbage a little bit. Oh. Yeah. You I know, can't have it
0: if he had done. It's like Victor. I didn't like that either. Um, yeah, well, you know, Alex did his hard rock thing. He wants to do other shit, so I respect what he wants to do. And, Just uh, like George Lynch. Yeah. Ooh, uh, George yeah.
1: Lynch was rough, man.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, Cody Hatch is my number 11. So.
0: What's your number 11, five? Charles? I'll be right back. Uh, and after you, Charles, go to Andy if you don't finish. Yeah
3: my number 11 this will be the shock one from uh coming from me (laughs) i actually did this one uh kind of a dead my whole list in general is actually not necessarily in order actually i just picked 11. Uh, a lot of them are just some of them mean something to me and then some of them i just recognize their greatness and i'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. a mega fan and number 11 would be that but this was also i'm going to dedicate my number 11 to my late mother because for some reason she was a fan of this guy and the reason why i say seems strange is because she wasn't like an older lady or anything when she liked the guy my number 11 paul anka wow just mm-hmm. put your head on my shoulders you know what actually I looked into him do you know, how many good songs. This guy wrote, yeah, a lot, and to the '80s actually. He he wrote "This Is It" with Michael Jackson mm-hmm. on Michael Jackson's last work. Oh wow! He wrote, that, he wrote the theme song, the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote the English uh, lyrics to "My Way" by Frank Sinatra, and of course, his biggest hit
2: was Diana. But for some reason,
3: my mom loved. Paul Anka.
2: You know, um, when I was in New York City this oh, past October. October my number 11, yeah. Paul Anka. Go ahead. Andy. And, um, yeah, when I was in New York City number, this past second, October. your number 11, Charles? Paul Anka. Cool. Andy? Okay, go ahead. And um, we were, uh, my wife and I got tickets to the Drew Barrymore show. And mm. we got excited because Paul Anka got out of a limo and he went inside the studios because we thought Paul Anka was going to be on the Drew Barrymore show. We're like, oh, man, that's pretty awesome. We get to see him perform, but he went in there and he went to a different studio. And I was kind of bummed because I thought I was going to see him perform, which I thought would be pretty cool. My yeah. mom loved Paul Anka.
0: So, so did mine. Yeah. That's why I can't stand Cookie Monster vocals. I need harmonies because I grew, grew up on that shit, like the Everly Brothers, Paul Anka, Buddy Holly. That's why yeah. I can't stand a
3: but he's like he was he was probably actually a, a more incredible songwriter well, than yeah. he was oh, yeah. a performer. So yeah. mm-hmm. he said yeah, he's uh gets overlooked a lot, unfortunately. So. He really does, yeah. Paul Ankham on number eleven. So on to the next next guy.
2: Andy. Yeah, my number eleven is going to be a band that came out in the nineties, um some forty-one, which played the pop punk um music um the first two albums were just fantastic even though the chords were all the same the music was all the same but the lyrics were pretty good a little bit more above the other um pop pop punk band pop pop uh, the best. pop pop bands that came out at that time because there was a whole slew of them that was coming out after yeah they Green were Day. better than good charlotte i'll give you that. oh they were way better than good charlotte good but charlotte yeah but something one is my number 11 Jerry. Um, my number 11 is uh, I like them both with the question mark and
1: without the question mark that's the guess who um, I mean if you haven't heard American Woman what fucking island are you from you know what I mean everybody's heard of that fucking song yeah. I mean great albums Weed, American Woman Share the Land, all good stuff Man, the great Randy Bachman yeah. later went on to do uh, "Fucking Bachman Turner Overdrive, another good band I, was, I, was, I was yeah, American, love the- yeah
0: American Woman by I mean, Letty Kravitz, right? Yeah, Lenny <laughs> yeah, Kravitz did a great, what the awesome power soundtrack, right? No,
1: nah, but anyway, yeah, that's my number eleven. You know, great, 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 great,
0: great, great, great band, man. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: my they're, number they're, eleven, dude, they're they're a Canadian legend, man. That that band is,
0: you know. I think my 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 11s gonna be more rock and metal, hard rock, whatever. I'm Same gonna, here. I'm gonna pick the Killer dwarfs Number eleven stand tall stick to you i remember when my neighbor bought that fucking tape and i remember seeing that video they were all fucking they all call themselves dwarfs they all daryl dwarf whatever dwarf 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 russ russ dwarf you know i'm i used to be friends with the drummer of that band his real name but uh, i lost three facebook accounts so he doesn't think i'm real anymore but uh, that guy was a cool dude he's a tampa bay buccaneers fan he likes pirates Fucking great band, Killer Dwarfs. Fucking, I love that band. I can't wait till they come out with a new album. That's my number 11. Mm. Let me get to you, Al. What's your number 10? Oh, wait, Jerry, did I get, I got you, right? Yeah, Yeah, guess who? Okay, then you, Al, number 10.
1: All right, my number 10 is a band that came out in the early 90s. Um, I dropped their name, actually, uh, I think on Andy's show last week. I think uh, some some show I was on. Uh, I Mother Earth. Um, they're Eddie like an Truck.
0: alternative.
1: Yeah, an Eddie, I, Trump. Eddie
0: Trump. Eddie Trump. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. that, and I, I told you to share that shit. You were like one of the first few guests on there that said yeah. that band. They were talking. Uh, yeah, it was him and and a couple of
1: guys, the Canadian. Uh, they were talking the, about Canadian. The band. dudes
0: from the freaking. Um, a slash band, you know, uh, those two guys. Yeah. And one dude, I forgot what band he's in, but yeah.
1: He, the one guy was in, um, uh, he left though, but he was in, uh, um, five finger death. Pines yeah. He was the
0: third guy. Yeah. Five figure. Death. Yeah.
1: All right. So anyway, like I'm mother earth, they're an alternative, like metal band. They blend, like, think of like, if you take like Jane's addiction, um, and blend it with kind of like Santana and like Primus a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, it's like really kind of like, cause it has like a Latin. It's like, if you, if you go like to a poetry reading and then, and then have like music behind it, that's kind of like how it was like they I heard like their early shows were kind of like that, but that's kind of like the way James addiction was too. Um, so the, uh, the guitar player is Jack Tanna and a drummer is Christian Tanna, two brothers. And Jack Tanna is a very underrated guitar player. If you ever listen to his band, he's an incredible guitar player. Um, he's not really, they're not known really here in, in the United States, um, but I suggest seeking out their first album, Dig, which came out in 93. Uh, uh, it's a killer album. It's all, uh, oh, here's the blend. It's like if it, Jane's Addiction, The Doors and Santana were thrown in a blender you know, I think that's oh, kind of like how they are, you know, and um, there's like one song on there actually called uh, So Gently We Go on the first album. Um, it almost kind of reminds me of The End by The Doors, kind of has the same kind of vibe. You know, if you like that song, you'll dig that song. And uh it's got like Latin production, uh, Latin percussion on there. And, you know, it's really cool, man. So I think this band, I, but I only really like the first album. After that, they got uh, Edwin, who was the original singer, left and he actually went on to sing on Alex Lifeson's Victor album. Yeah. Um, some of the songs on there and um, they got like some different singer and I they kind of went a little more commercial for my taste, um, but the first album was classic and I'll I'll always love it. So uh, I'm
3: Mother
0: Earth. That's my number 10. Well, you said Victor and I just checked out Charles. What's your number uh, 10? <laughs>
3: All right, everybody, let's get it. let's let's sing along. Uh-oh, oh, oh! Everybody know that one? Loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. Loving <laughs> every the every boy. minute of <laughs> it, Love loving it. Every
0: minute of it. Turbado, turbio,
3: stop me like a motor, make me run. Loving every minute. Now they're not num- they're my number ten though because. there's something about mike reno that always pissed me off like i think it was maybe (laughs) the
1: head (laughs) man well that yeah he looked like (laughs) the red (laughs) red pants the The red pants,
3: Jane fonda video all the time like he was gonna be in that then he put on a lot of weight which i'm not knocking that i got a little weight. but he still sounds great but he was another one that came out and said nirvana killed my career no you guys probably right you guys were you guys were done way before that no No, they weren't i think warrant killed lover career i think they were already done by then so i always say he was a little unrealistic they were kind of flashish in the pan but i did like the songs that were great i liked the working for the way everybody's working for the weekend Dude, do they, they lose? Come life. on, they, they, they got a bunch lose? of hits, man. They, they will
0: not Yeah, they so kind many fell of off hits, at one man. point, right? Hot girls in love. They I fell off. They fell off.
1: Good. good Pearl Jam. This could be I the night. They had a good four-year run.
0: This yeah, could be the night. Run. That song for the Top Gun soundtrack.
3: Kid is hot tonight. Yeah, that was from the first album. I know the good one. Turn me loose. Oh, turn me loose is great. Rules.
1: Yeah, that album, Get Lucky and uh, <laughs> Keep It Up. Ladies of the 80s? Come that's, on. That's man. a three good album.
3: But I'm just saying that they I fell off be way before Pearl Jam, though. Oh, yeah. And all did. that. Come yeah, on. Yeah, they did. No. By the late I mean, 80s, they were, like, done making heads. Right. But
2: right? they weren't good enough to keep that kind of level of popularity or... The um, Canada, they're gods.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: well yeah, in Canada are. in Canada's a bit different, you know. I mean they're they're probably still considered top top heap over there, you know. Yeah. It's but you yeah. know, America America's fickle, like it's oh, here today, God, gone today, you know. I mean see you later. You yeah, know? so they yeah. Did, I'm
3: not trying to say they were like an absolute one hit wonder. I just I know no, that no. later they on were. He, was, still. he was still saying stuff like oh, you know, and now you guys were done way before that, you know, yeah. not yeah. necessarily done. Though, yeah, I agree. Whichever, but they fell yeah, off, heard their new point. singles,
0: their new singles are really good.
3: Uh, you would know it, of course well, of course I know would follow them. it yeah but yeah. that's my number 10 lover, boys. so we got to your number 10, al
0: and Andy
1: yeah, I'm Mother Earth. okay.
0: Yeah. Andy, ch- yeah uh, Jerry, you're number 10. Oh well I can wait.
1: <laughs> no, Andy, go ahead.
0: No, Andy, go ahead. Okay. Okay. I was so, asking um, because Charles keeps going off and
2: on It changes your your way you're going. So oh, Andy, go ahead. Uh, my number ten is going to be Anne Murray, a great country pop singer of the 70s and 80s. And it's so funny because when we started to do this Canada thing, I was looking for different artists, and I forgot how much I enjoyed her music. Her her voice was. Great, you know, she did songs like "Danny's Song." You needed me. Could I have this dance? It was it was adult contemporary, but also she did her own voiceover on a Family Guy. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this episode. I went um, every Family Guy. I, really I went stubby when when Stewie dressed up like her, yeah. and I think he sang Snowbird. Yep. Yeah. And then um, they went to go find her and go go thank her for all this music, and then. She I says more peace dragon. yeah. and then um, she said that she's not the songwriter. she just performs it. so they murder her and they drag her out of the house. It's a pretty twisted episode, but it was pretty cool that Anne Murray you know voiced that the, the, the voiced it for them, you know yeah. uh, the does being a good sport. and Anne Murray, I mean she's in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. She's got dozens and dozens of hits, so Murray Murray's my number ten. Yeah, Very. actually,
1: she's got a, she's got a great voice. That's a good pick. Eddie. Yeah. You know, my my sister uh, danced. To, can I have this da- last? Can I have this dance? I think at her wedding. So that was kind of nice. Uh, oh yeah, I played pick. that at good my day. cousin's
2: wedding because they couldn't afford a DJ, so I was the DJ. So I played that for their dance song. Cherry, your other turn. Other, other songs they didn't like
0: row
1: on number 10 yeah number 10 my number 10 is a band i I never even knew i always thought they were uh american but uh saga Um, the silent night worlds apart and heads or tails i knew those three albums a lot mean everybody knows worlds apart because of uh on the loose that was like a big mtv yeah on the loose uh and i was amazed to find out looking through this wikipedia and they've come out with an album just about every year up until 2014. I never knew that. Yeah. Dude, they have, have a ton of albums. I completely lost track of them, probably in the late 80s. They're but huge. They're huge in Germany, dude. Are they? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, not really, I'm not the hugest Prague fan, but they were a pretty good Prague band. If that's what we want to call them. I guess they would call Prague, right? Yeah. You yeah. Call them. Yeah, but... Uh, Anyway, you know, yeah, I, was, I didn't know they were Canadian. Actually, I always well, thought dude, they were American. You like so Yes, Rush, and Saga? Come on, you're probably. I only fan. like the Trevor Raven. I like the
0: Steve Howe area, Yes, but
1: i prefer the Trevor Ravens more rock. Well, well so anyway, I am
0: too, but there's nothing shit up on the Steve Howe. anyway,
1: yeah, I, like I said, I was really amazed to find out how many albums they got. I'd never even, you know, like I heard of them in the past 1990. So, but they were a great band uh, in that in that time period I mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. They had some really good stuff. So that's my number ten, Saga.
0: Oh, well, My number 10, Andy's going to have a hard on for this one, is Neil Young. He's my number Rock. 10. I love Neil Young. I fucking love... I don't like his Rockabilly era. But well, anything, he made one Rockabilly album. Yeah, I don't like that album. <laughs> but everything else I like by Neil Young. So that's my number 10. So well, then we get to your number nine, Al. Uh, my number nine is going to be um they're actually
1: they're actually considered pioneers in the speed metal genre a band called exciter um they got their name from a judas priest song and uh first album came out in 83 uh killer album man heavy metal maniac and it's real speed metal like but like great good good singing it's not like harsh anything like that it's just good like i mean you I think it came out a full six months before Kill Em All came out, actually. Uh-huh. Um but but uh they don't get obviously they don't get the credit like Metallica does. Um but um if you're into that like type of Kill Em All era Metallica, check this band out, man. They're they're great. Exciter, first couple albums are great. Uh, Heavy Metal Made Ax the first one, uh Violence and Force is the second one, uh, which came out in '84 real, real good stuff, man. So I got to throw them on the list. Cause I remember, um, again, when I used to go over to my friend's house, his older brother, besides the big four, he branched out into a lot of different, you know, bands and shit. I discovered a lot of like heavy bands from him. And this was like, what well, he had, had like, um, he had heavy metal maniac, uh, in his collection. And I remember, um, my friend playing for me, man, I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. It's like, it's almost like kill them all. But, you know, a little more, uh, not as gruff as like the way James sings on there. It's actually a little more, uh, has a, uh, you know, i I'd say it's the same type of rawness in the music, but uh, sings a little different, a little, it's it's accessible. Let's just say that. So, hmm. so check them out. Exciter this is my number nine.
0: Man. Andy, what's your number
2: nine? Oh, wasn't it a Charles Trump? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure Dr. Guys keep- Park. I'm not moving. What do you mean? Collection? No, Andy, I'm sitting a
4: couple times. Charles, you two asked what you're doing. I'm not doing moved.
0: nothing. The video has that. moved in sections. Uh, Charles, so uh, what's wait, your me? number nine? Then Andy, then fucking Jerry. All right, fucking Jerry. Well, Jerry, yeah. I love you. Fuck off.
3: Andy, What's your number nine? Or Charles, what's your number nine? Okay, all right. My number nine. Okay, Mark Daly, you asked for it. Voivod. Great (laughs) metal band did earlier today. Yes. Yes. Great metal band out of Quebec. They did a pretty good, pretty cool cover of Astronomy to Mine. Fucking awesome. version. Yeah. We mean, Mm. oh, I forgot. I don't don't like that. You don't like the Sid Barrett Pink Floyd No, I don't. Dude, check out the Voivod. That's why. You like the the Voivod version.
0: I haven't heard voice so I can't give you a true opinion.
3: Well, I'm not going to say what you say and you have to. I'm just going to say maybe <laughs> I never say you have to. You just did in the episode. You told Andy you have to watch Tom Cruise. Charles, well, you do him you him have like, to <laughs> watch Tom Cruise. That's
0: different. Send him 20 yeah, YouTube we, videos
1: afterwards. It's like, like if you, you don't die.
0: watch Back to the Future and you don't watch fucking Top Gun, what the fuck's wrong with you?
2: Oh, come uh, on, man. I'm fine. Check well deep watch out.
0: top gun and then get I don't want to watch me.
1: top gun <laughs> and he's like what the fuck did I do Vanilla <laughs>
0: Sky it's okay
2: I don't end of, have to watch top end of gun of
0: tomorrow I don't have to Minority okay. Report is a Steven Spielberg movie
2: oh for real yes oh that changes yeah. everything yes yeah, so
0: watch <laughs> Minority Report because Steven Spielberg directed Tom Cruise in that movie. Oh, Charles Andy with the burn,
3: man. That was awesome. Voivod. man, Check him out. That'll you show up in a, a few it. more lists, I think.
2: So Andy, what's your next one? Nine, yeah, my um my number nine. I recently bought an album by this guy and I, I was looking for it. And I've been really enjoying him, Aldo Nova.
1: I forgot um, about
2: Aldo Nova. Yeah, man. Um you. Uh, His guitar playing and his music, I mean, he plays almost every instrument on um, his albums. He's a very talented guy, and he keeps his music pretty much between um, melodic rock and hard rock, so I've been enjoying him, and I've been streaming his stuff lately, and he's a pretty talented guy. He's got a lot of music out there that I didn't know he had, so there's a lot I need to listen to by him, so. So that's my um, number nine is Auto Nova. Uh, Jerry. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: where you guys are going to start co-vomiting. But I fucking love this woman with all my, my heart. I love her voice. I love her music. Oh, right. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, love her, love her love that music. music. She's got
3: great <laughs> cool stuff.
1: Hey, she made fun of herself, made fun of herself in that Super Bowl commercial. That was pretty yeah. cool. So uh I love her voice, always have. Beautiful woman. You know, and fuck you, because I did go see two the Fairs, Mark. So fuck you. And they were both good. You <laughs> did see Lola Fair. Twice. Yes.
0: He, you're an idiot. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. That is fucking dude. Did you turn in your man card when you
1: went into love Fair? Dude, I saw a bunch of beautiful women there, dude. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Dude. Seriously. There's a bunch of hot chicks that love other hot chicks. I bet you <laughs> love dude, That was the biggest jewel. was the biggest, that's, your shit, that's right? The
1: biggest misconception by you guys, man. It's that all a bunch oh. of fucking. So fucking
3: untrue. I support um, Jerry and his his forward <laughs> progress By the way, but I applaud and, that. But
1: speaking of, I mean, speaking of, just Sarah did. She's always had beautiful songs with a beautiful voice. Yeah. And so you know, fuck you, Mark, and uh, fuck you again. That's my number. Was that ten?
0: Nine. Number nine. nine. My number nine. I think you already touched on it, Cherry. It was Saga. I don't know they're Canadian create Canadian progressive rock band. I fucking love them. So when we get to your number eight, uh, Al, Canada's hit making machine, Brian Adams.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, from eighty three to ninety one, the guy was just a hit making machine, dude. You know, cuts like a knife. Uh, Reckless, great album. Um, waking up the neighbors into the fire. The guy had a lot. I mean, the new just, albums from, are really good too. too. Yeah, I, I after that, like you know, I kind of didn't follow him much, but I'm sure that I'm sure he still puts out quality music. Um, his big oh, yeah. huge hit making days aren't really here anymore, but that doesn't mean that the music's not good. But, because everybody
0: man, wants to listen to Sam Smith and fucking. Uh, uh, the new what's that band from BTS? Okay, okay. I don't know, but Brian Adams, man, I,
1: I I like a lot of his stuff. Actually, I I saw him in concert in '91 at Mass. it the Fire. No, that no, was that, that up. I was, was waking up. I was waking up. The name. I saw so the started.
0: Into the Fire tour with the Hooters opened up. That was a great, fucking. And Hooters you know Hooters who opened warm. up was a band called The Storm, which was ex-members yes. of oh, Jerry. Greg Raleigh. Greg Raleigh, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Anthony Dunbar was in there. No, yeah, he was in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, and um, well, no, uh, Steve and Ross the Ross Valley is in there. Ross Valley, that's Ross Steve Valerie. Valerie, Steve Smith, and he got screwed. Yeah, he left, and then they came, another drummer came in. But yeah, that was the opening band, man, which surprised me, which was cool, you know. And uh, but yeah, I think Brian I saw that. Show. Though, yeah. That was yeah. one. That's one of those concerts where, like, dude, you knew like every fucking song, dude. It's like, you know. But Brian Arms is
0: my number eight. I guess I go to you this year with Joan Jett. Yeah. I go to I fucking I Joan Jett's
1: open for everybody in the last. Well,
0: on my video, Andy is next, but I guess I go to Charles. which your number eight? Yes.
3: He wrote War Machine, too. Yes, that's true. true. Yep. Yeah. He did. Like that's almost, like that's gets, a great that song. He gets
0: credit in my book. Brian Adams
3: <laughs> rules. Yes, he, it does. He, totally. he, is,
0: he is higher than what. Allison.
3: One of my top Kiss songs ever, by the way. Hell uh, yeah, number eight. This is going to that. I'm not a mega fan of the artist, but I recognize their talent and importance. And that would be Joni Mitchell coming in at number eight. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: genre,
3: and I don't care. Make your fucking faces if you want, Mark. You like hey, I got, you, no, problem. Lee I got no problem. Hey, Lee no problem with that. Gissman loves you. Joni know. Mitchell, uh, even I mean Janet Jackson's going on record and said she was influenced mm-hmm. by Joni I don't Mid- like you that don't one that that they took
0: paradise made a parking lot. Well oh, uh, that's
3: probably because you haven't heard anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think she, she's a pretty I mean I, I'm not I haven't deep dove on her, but I do know she's very important to that genre and mm-hmm. uh, huge name coming out of Canada. So Joni Mitchell. Uh, Andy,
2: number eight. Uh, yeah, my number eight. have got several um uh, guitar heroes on here. This one, Pat Travers. Yes, uh, Pat Travers is fantastic. Fucking I've a couple of his albums. I've seen him live once, and man, he just rips it up, man. Holy shit! Um, yes, I went ahead and um I think I did a live show with um Al and um Kate, and I was able to find that um live album that that Al talked about go, on there. Go for what go for what you know. Yeah. Yeah. dude, dude that oh. was like one of the most killer live
1: albums
3: ever, Joe.
2: i I might get to that later. <laughs> yeah, and in fact I played it I um heard it this past weekend when I was getting ready to to place these um Canadian artists. So yeah, um Pat Travers, I think it's fantastic. Yeah so Jerry, you're next, right? My turn? You're number eight, yeah.
1: Um it was mentioned earlier. Uh Lover Boy, great band. Um, Queen of the Broken Hearts, When It's Over, Lucky Ones, Turn Me Loose. Hit After up hit, hit. Mike Reno, Ann Wilson, Almost Paradise. I mean
2: I love that 80s. song, Almost Paradise. In the 80s they see. were
1: they were big shit. I mean I was out, I was living in San Francisco when uh, I can't think of his name, the keyboard player. Was the keyboard player or the bass player? His boat capsized. And yeah, bass player. Bass player, bass player. And they never found it's his long.
0: body. They still
1: it's never funny. found his body. And it's kind of sad how that happened. Yeah, it's sad. But uh, anyway, that's my next big good band. And you good know, and cheesy. you know, and you know who the biggest surprise of that band for me is? And, and I never like thought of him as like a great drummer until I saw some videos of him, the oh, drummer yeah. in Loverboy. I saw some drum solos hmm. he did, and he was fucking awesome, dude. I mean, not, like, your typical, like... I mean, he was, like, jazzy, like, doing all sorts of stuff, like... Almost like Neil Peart, like, kind of, like, drumming, dude. I was like, wow. I never thought he was, like, that good, you know? But he's, he's a killer drummer, man. So Yeah, and I, I, mentioned, I mentioned Paul Dean, man, great guitar
0: player. Yeah, yeah so great guitar great- player. So before I get to my number eight, I'm gonna put our uh, group... Our group put uh, a lot of fucking... Canadian bands asked for the number one Canadian band. We got Roger Norris said sword. Brian Bellow said the tragically hip. Keith Ashkarp said Gordon Lightfoot. Dude, you like fucking what's his name? The fucking What's shangarian. wrong with that? Well, uh Andy, your wife said Justin Beaver. Molly Rodriguez. She was freaking
2: around. She didn't mean it.
0: <laughs> well, she says you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> She's and then fine. we got my wife who said Alanis Morissette, Ryan Over to the Guess Who's Dave Gavri Vitti, Stryker, Eric Ironsby, Jordan Kickaxe, Roth Vieira, Dr. Buck said Mahogany Rush, Paul Korn said Glass Tiger. <laughs> so God, I, love you part, I love you, Paul, because you oh, love yeah. it in excess. And Tim Bream said Voivod, Taylor T. Carlson said Todd Kearns. He, artist, he's an artist.
2: That's uh,
0: the guy that's the guy that was on Eddie Trunk. Yeah. Todd. Well, he's in Slash's band, too. Yes. So yeah. um, and then we got Greg Noggle said Voivod, Jeremiah Jacobson said April Wine, James West said Kitty, Jamie Davis said BTO, Russ Smith said Alienator. Jimmy uh, gonna John mean? Tesler said Red Rider. Robin uh, <laughs> Hamegart said three days, Grace. D. Brett Isabel said the guess who. Al Reed said April Wine. Alex G. Smith said kick-ax. Robbie Williams said Annabelle Lou Mavs at Frank Marino, Mahogany Russ. Linda Wessel said April Wine. Jeff Hibson said the guess who. Brian said Brian Day said Moxie. The great Aaron Camaro from the Decibel Geek podcast. He said Bachman Turner Overdrive. Metal Ben Schuster said April Wine. Jerry Johnson said Pat Travers. And then uh, Mark Dolly said Annabelle. Dina Walker said Alanis Morissette. She agreed with my wife. Carrie Hushberger said Gordon Lightfoot. And Tib Wizenack said uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Uh, good picks, guys. Awesome. Yep. But a Gordon, oh, Lightfoot. I'm
4: not, I'm not Lightfoot.
0: Gordon Lightfoot? I, I, I don't know. But uh, then I get to my number eight, which is Bachman Turner Overdrive. My mom loved that band. So I kind of got into them because of her taking care of business. I just remember The Simpsons when uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive goes, hey, we're going to play a song from a new album. And whoever goes, goes, no, take care of business. Take care of business. <laughs> Fucking love that episode of The Simpsons. Back into your overdrive rules, and we get to your number seven now.
1: I'm going April wine. Great band. Um, I love the album Harder Faster. It's one probably my favorite album by them. Uh, the song I like to rock is awesome. Love the video to that. The video is actually filmed at the studio where Rush come. Uh, Rush recorded a lot of their albums. Um, moving Pictures, Permanent Waves those albums you, the old videos of them jamming in the studio uh i like the rock is in the, is filmed in the same studio with the same big open window which is cool i love at the end of uh, uh i like the rock where they they jam on um the riff to i like the rock kind of fits in with uh satisfaction and um and uh beatles
3: um god damn it now i'm forgetting the beatles song. charles
0: beatles no,
3: okay, just like, I got to think about enough. what Beatles song sounds like satisfaction. I don't
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about that Day, too. Tripper.
1: Day, Day Tripper. Day Tripper.
2: So,
3: ah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. They they do so if you're listening on headphones, their main riff for the song is in the middle, then off to the left you hear the satisfaction riff, to the right the, hear the Day Tripper riff, and yeah. for some reason it all fits together. It's like the oh, precursor to like the mashup now. You know, they yeah. mash the three riffs yeah, together. Yeah. I mean, listen to that song at the end, Charles. You'll love that shit. And Ooh. uh and then, you know, um, they had a hit, they had a hit here in America, signed the Gypsy Queen off of Nature of the Beast, it was probably their biggest album here, which came out in 81. And I always remember you're not on uh, radio and stuff, so but um I need to actually dive more into their catalog. I know they got a lot of earlier shit and later stuff too, but I'm kind of like in that middle period from like the late 70s, early eighties. But just based on those couple albums alone, I love this band. You know, they're great. Um, Actually, a um, um, guy I used to work for, uh, he co-owned a pizzeria with my cousin. And I worked there for eight years. He was from Canada. And he always used to jam like April Wine on on the speakers in the pizzeria. And it was great stuff. I always liked it. So that's my number, what, seven? April Wine. And then they
2: also have another big hit with um, just you and me. Uh, yes, that, just also just, just 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 did Rock
0: yes. Myself to Sleep, which uh, Starship covered. With uh, Just
1: be, just Between You and Me. That's the yeah. other song. Yeah, Charles, great song. Which is
3: number seven? My number seven. He, he, I don't know if you... don't have a lot of ton of hits, but fuck it. He was in Roadhouse. And <laughs> extremely <Dr>. talented <laughs> guy that's a blind man, Jeff Healy. Oh, he are <laughs> Yeah. I Love never knew it. he
1: was Canadian either. I didn't know he was Canadian either. Yeah. Yes, he's Canadian. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: He just that angel eyes song. I yeah, pretty song. I mean, sometimes yeah. you can just do one song and I'm I'm into it. So I mean, that's a great, a great song, great blues, man. man. It is. Confidence
1: so, man, confidence, confidence man, man is
0: crazy. I played that on my show. Yeah.
3: He's he was he's not with us anymore. Right? No, he
0: passed away. That's a great
1: regret of mine too. Like. There was a club here in New Jersey that it's still open now, Starland Ballroom. They get a ton of great bands. When they first opened, though. Andy, um, I'll be right back. Yeah. When they first opened, though, you used to go see a show. And then when you'd walk out of the show, they'd hand you free tickets for, like, an upcoming show a lot mm-hmm. of times, which was great. You know, I guess they wanted to really get the club going and shit like that. And mm-hmm. I remember they handed me Jeff Healy tickets. And my wife and I were like, "Ah, oh, man, we should go. Like, Because my wife really loves Angel Eyes, too. Uh, I don't know what happened. Something happened. We didn't end up going, and I, I think it was like only a year or two later he passed away. And I was like, "Shit, we we always say to each other that we should have went to see him. I would have loved to have seen him live, <laughs> you know." <laughs>
3: yeah. So,
2: uh, what did he pass away from? Wasn't it like heart failure or something like that?
3: Uh, I don't remember, I remember, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just know he did. So,
2: yeah, yeah, he yeah. did pass. Jeff but he, he was, was but he was a great,
3: great guitar player, man. Oh yeah, cool technique. Good, good, too. good, Did, good pick, know. man.
2: It's, it's
1: always cool to remember these people, man. That's I totally, true. I totally forgot about him, man. I'm glad yeah. you picked him.
2: Yeah, me too. Anyway, so uh, I guess
1: we're out to Andy now. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. My next one. Um, he's this low. He should be higher. He probably will be higher later on, in um, probably in a couple of years. But I just got into this guy because of Al's pick again when we were doing that. Um, uh. That live show and um he talked about um Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush and I bought one yes. of their albums, a live album. Not the yeah. live album he talked about. I I talk about one that's a split album, a studio and a live. And man, and in fact, he does um a cover of um oh, that Beatles song, it's off a of rubber soul. Oh jeez. Terrace. I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, it's um, I, I
1: consider it Charles is, the Beatles. Everybody's
3: expert. everybody's brain fart. I don't like know people. every Beatles cover. Or, every, everybody's brain farting like
1: Beatles, Beatles songs sorry. that
2: uh, I know. Yeah. Or she won Um, Norwegian Wood. He he did cover Norwegian Wood, and um he does it very well. Um, he's got a really good powerful guitar playing. So right now he is at my number. Um, what number are we Devin. at? Seven? seven. 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 So um he'll probably be higher later on, but right now I put, put him at seven. Uh, who's
0: it. next? Is it Jerry? Jerry. I think so.
2: yeah. yeah. I gotta
0: I I gotta
1: put her on my list because I love her, man. I mean fucking Alanish rules, dude. Love her voice, love her music, dude. Talented. Her music got better after Jagged Little Pill, in my opinion. Um, of course, that was a monster fucking record. That, that was yeah. like still a monster record today. Um, but I think her music actually gets better. Well, her last album wasn't that great. She did it like all at home on a piano. It just I don't know, wasn't all that great. But I love monster, and I don't apologize for that. So you know, I'm
2: surprised that you, you don't have her higher.
1: Well, she was on number one for a while, but actually, no, I'm just kidding. No. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm like with Charles here a little bit. I really don't have a. 11 through 1 list you know oh, okay. so I'm kind of winging it as
0: I go here kind of some of these guys so
1: anyway that's my that's my that's my, ugh,
0: that's my pick okay out of the fan picks the group picks I saved this one just to fuck with them Scribble I think you picked this Nickelback ooh, <laughs> ooh. No. Scribble <laughs> i just wanted to fuck with you bitch <laughs> nickelback sucks all right <laughs> and then i get to my number my number seven is fucking red rider that, that lunatic fringe song my god tom cochran he did the best version of life as a highway fuck that country shit
1: that was his version anyway what? No, that's his he original did the song. version first. It yeah, no, version. No.
0: And then fucking some country band did it for the fucking Footloose you know, movie. Disney London? movie.
1: I thought it was the Disney movie. I thought it was Footloose. No, new Footloose. Tom Cochran did new it a Footloose. long time ago, dude. No, I know Tom Cochran did. I yeah.
0: knew it. Lunatic French, I know you're out there. One of the worst cool.
1: videos ever made.
0: But fuck, That's <laughs> that fucking voice. and that oh, That's a great
1: team, man. To take play.
0: Like greatly, Gershman like likes to say, ast- atmospheric." This fucking, that song is just. I don't care about any other song they ever did. That fucking song just fucking just put them up at my number fucking seven.
3: <laughs> so, Loverboy um, had more songs than that. goddammit. it, they did. But that song was <laughs> amazing.
0: That song that was a pretty kick-ass team. That's that was a kick-ass fucking song, and I like "Life Is a Highway." <laughs> by tom cochran also so that's why i put red rider by number seven al what's your number uh six six is saga
1: um nice. i love that band too and i remember the early days of mtv seen on the loose video very earlier days oh, yeah. of uh, of mtv um my favorite uh, one of my favorite songs about it was actually wind him up um that's a great song off of that uh worlds apart album um that's a cool video too if never saw the video of that check it out uh really cool video um uh they have some good like latter day albums actually i have uh uh, i have a generation generation 13 which is really cool album kind of a concept album uh house of cards is a great album um the human condition was not um the only i think that's the only album that uh that um they didn't have um Michael Sadler as the singer um there was a guy came in briefly to replace him but it only lasted one album and and then Sadler came back i saw Michael Sadler here in my my hometown in Rawleigh they have um uh every year they have like a um like a Prague festival here and they have like get like different bands and stuff and Michael Sadler uh, he um he headlined it uh one year like probably Uh, It was before, right before COVID, so I think it was like 2018. I think, and then Saga came back. Actually, I think the next year, Uh, but I didn't get to go see them. I uh, was away, and I didn't get to see them. But I saw Michael Stahl. I met him, and he signed my World's Apart, my World's Apart album, which was cool. And uh, and great band though, man. And they have an extensive catalog. I mean, it's not just never knew, never knew. But they're huge. The, The funny thing is that they're huge in Germany. And Puerto Rico, like they're huge there, you know. Puerto Rico, and, wow. They, and they're bigger there than they are in their home, t- home land of Canada, which is funny. But anyway, uh is my number six.
0: Uh, Charles, you're next, right? Number six. Whip out the
3: devil horns, baby. Anvil Ew. coming <laughs> in at number six. We we'll talk about a band with perseverance. I agree I, with you, that. You seen that documentary, Anvil? Name yeah. was yeah. I can't stand Lips. Sorry. Lips sorry. actually said, I don't know if it's a true story, it could be bullshitting, but he said that the dude from Jethro Tall, the flute-playing guy, the metal guy, you know, Ian, whatever his name Yeah, I, you know, I'm not you know. a Jethro Tall fan. So
1: oh, dude, Aqualung rules. Uh, I wasn't big on
3: him either. Yeah, whatever. No, but I'm uh, born. He apparently met Lips metal at metal. airport and said, you know, your documentary made me want to continue playing music like it inspired me that's pretty damn cool if it's true i don't know if it's true or not it could be that's a good
0: documentary though
3: but anvil they're actually inspirational to a lot of bands too metal bands and stuff so they've been Mm -hmm. around i was checking them out and uh, i'm into it so i'll throw them on there because like i said only my number one is mine is my number one everybody else is pretty much you know either i think they're great for personal reasons or i just think they have a uh, legacy that needs to be spoke about maybe they're not my favorite but anvil I'm, I'm getting more into it let's be honest but i do i liked what i heard so i will throw anvil in there so andy what's your number uh, 6
2: All right this might be my last show, show doing this on on the bs sessions why um my number 6 is going to be you nickelback know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fine. Dude. Look at Listen, the scene, man. I don't judge
0: you. Don't, you, you this this ain't going to be <laughs> our last show. dude. So, um, I'm, I'm, you were staring I'm me there for a second. I'm like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do to you? I
2: thought we <laughs> pissed you off. you not be asked to come back. <laughs> no, you but, won't um, be asked to come back. So shut the fuck but, up. But um, I've seen Nico back several times, especially there in the early 2000s, man. They were yeah. coming around a lot. I like their brand of um, rock and roll. Um, especially during that time with the new rock or whatever or new metal or whatever, I just lost interest in that. And then these guys came out with some, you know, some pretty good rock, and I still dig it. And this morning when I was driving to the vet's office and going to work and this and that, I was playing their greatest hits. I said, man, I got to push these guys a little bit higher on my list. So they're at number six, Nickelback.
1: Jerry, Dude, you can put you six. can put Dora the Explorer on your list and you'll always be welcome back.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. Well, you so you can put Britney Spears on your list and yeah. he would still be able to come back. Jerry, hey, my, wife coach,
2: my wife talked about Justin Bieber and shit.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> your wife's cool. Go ahead. He was Jerry. a huge success. He was a huge success. It <laughs> yeah. was. Whether you like him or not. But it's he's yeah. an idiot. We're talking shit about Eminem. But go ahead, Jerry. Give me an R, R, O, O, C, C,
1: K. What you got? Yes. Rock. Yeah, Felix. Love that band. Love that era <laughs> too Really good. I didn't have the exact emotion that he did while I was singing that song, but <laughs> I would say that's some cool tunes, man. Give me good love. And I think that's like, I think that's actually a cover song, but they did a good version of it. Uh Rock You, uh Wild in the streets,
0: deep cuts the knife. Rock, um, ride the know, rocket, rock dude. You. Ride the fun. rocket. Just good. I love that fucking movie. song on fucking heaven.
1: Now, I, now I know.
0: Wild in of the died, streets.
1: One of them died in a bus accident. I, think. I don't know if that was the singer, or the guitar player, or something. I know somebody did. I can't remember who, but uh, that's the last I heard of Helix actually. But uh, I always, I always love them in the 80s and 90s party to them all the time headbangers ball regular so that's my number
0: seven is it yeah number yeah number seven Did i get to no, my six. number six six i get to yeah. my number six i looked him up stefan wolf is a canadian band
3: two uh, yeah two dudes yeah well oh, i fucked or... up yeah. then. exactly
0: yeah. that was his own rules yeah
2: my
0: yeah, gosh, because I fucked luck up. up. Yeah. Well I'll 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 put glass tiger in that episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate yeah. glass tiger, yeah. but I fucked up, so I need to take I need to take the fucking hit. So glass tiger is my number six. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your number five, Al? <laughs> I ate
1: Glass, Glass tiger. tiger. Mark oh, Mark will not have. be welcome back on the on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, since I fucked
0: up on my own rules, I need to pick last tiger. If I picked Stephen Wolf, well, but fuck. I gotta pick Last Tiger because I don't have another K band. So, you're welcome, <laughs> Mark Dolly. So uh Al, what's your number uh five?
1: Number five, I'm gonna go Pat Travers band.
0: Nice. Um, I should pick that
1: again, man. Fucking Pat Travers. Is an unsung guitar hero but you need to have live go for what you know in your live in your album collection because that's one of the greatest live albums i mean you got the rhythm section of mars cowling on bass and tommy aldridge on drums and they just yeah. fucking kick ass and then you got the two pats pat thrall and pat travers trading off licks on there it's just fucking, it's killer and then some of his earlier albums, too. I mean, actually, and actually the album after that, Crash and Burn, the studio album, great album. Um, going back before yeah, cool. the live album, uh, Heat in the Street, Putting It Straight, and Making Magic, great albums. Actually, Making Magic and Putting It Straight has Nico McBrain as, on the drums. Um, I don't know if oh, shit, really? Know. And I don't know if a lot of people knew that. Yeah, early. I people, didn't know that. His early albums have uh, Nico, Nico on there, and uh, he kicks ass on there, and... Uh, I mean, just check them out, man. From like '76 to '81, man, put out a lot of
0: good quality shit. So, well, Pat, Pat Travers, Travers my, new, my number five. Well, Pat Travers, Travers did ex, did uh, make me want to snort whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> look at that, dude. crash <laughs> and burn. So, so Charles, what's your number that's five a great song, man? It is that song. Rules. My
3: number five uh, learned from. Uh, the great Dr. Fuck turned me on to this band, and uh, they had a new new album come out last year, too. And Roger Norris brought him up. Sword. Yeah. Fuck. Killer metal band, man. Check Banner. them out. If you don't know you, some Sword, check it out. Good shit, bro. I stumbled on them just because I had sent off for The Sword, which was a different band. It's a different band, yeah. Awesome. And then he was like, oh, I thought you meant Sword. I was like, no. So then I looked in the sword and I was like, man, that's some killer shit. And this mm-hmm. new album they put out is pretty damn good. There was a huge gap between their albums, but uh I guess it was, you know, if you worried sword fan. I mean, that was like a big deal. They got back together and did this. I think it's called three, the, the one that just came out. So um I'll check, check it, it out. out. Yeah, if you like that met that, that good old school metal. You're into that stuff. Not to use growling, Mark. So swords good. Yeah.
2: So what's your number uh five, Andy? Yeah, well, before I get that, Mark, if you want to let me know if you want this album. <laughs> and I'll send it to you. Um, um, you know,
0: it must suck if you want to just give it to me. I saw them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
0: saw them open.
1: I saw them open for journey in 1986.
0: <laughs> oh, All really? right. Yes, Mint, like Mint. 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 you know, Mitch LaFond loves them, but enjoy.
2: But uh, um, they enjoy really that. did have some pretty good pop rock songs on there. Um, my number five. Um, they should be a little bit higher, but um, I think this is a good place for them. But um, the Guess Who, I love the Guess Who for a while. There, I was buying everything I could possibly find by the Guess Who. Um, they were a little bit eccentric. Um, yeah. They really didn't follow the rules or follow the trends that was going on, you know. Um, they're, if you listen to their complete albums, they're a lot different from what they released as singles. But nevertheless, um, The Guess Who, really good band. And uh, very good friends of Neil Young um, there in their early 60s when they were all running around Canada and Winnipeg and around that area. So The Guess Who is my number five.
1: What's your number five, Jerry? Number five is another band from the 80s that I kind of lost until Mark reminded me and gave me a couple of suggestions. And I check it out and I really liked it. They're called Honeymoon Sweet. fucking love their first three albums. But after that, I totally lost track of them. And then I think you mentioned it was Hands Up, I think the album you told me mm. to listen to. Them. Great fucking record, dude. I love these guys, man. I mean, I still need to hear a couple more of their newer albums, but man, I fucking love their older stuff. Big Prize, Racing After Midnight, their debut. Great fucking records, dude. But anyway, that's my number, what are we on? Six? Five? Number five. five? five. five. Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, and my number that's
0: my f- great band. My number five you guys already touched on was April Wine. Fucking great Canadian band. Fucking <laughs> underrated band. Fucking, I figured out that like a lot of people in our groups don't know who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. you guys yeah, need to check out some fucking april wine yeah. they are fucking cool fucking rock and roll man so that's my number five and then we get your number four al uh my number four i'm going with max webster
1: of um, course you did <laughs> i'm uh i've discovered this band because of rush actually because they shared a song the, the two bands did a song together in the studio called battle Scar. And uh, which is a cool, fucking, really kick-ass tune. Um, they only have five albums. They were uh, from 76 to 80, and then uh, that was pretty much their career. And Kim Mitchell went on to go solo uh, through the rest of his career. I think they reunited, like, maybe once or twice in the 90s, and then uh, mm-hmm. and then that was really it. But Kim Mitchell's kind of maintained a uh, really successful solo career in Canada. Uh, not really known here except for Gopher Soda, uh, which was kind of a minor hit here in the, in the States. And the Max, Max episode never really had a hit here in the States, but they opened for Rush a lot in the early days, uh, in the late 70s into the early 80s. And uh, um, if you like kind of, if you, the first album, I mean, first, I mean, if you kind of like Zappa, Frank Zappa, it's kind of like, the, uh, he definitely has that kind of Zappa-esque kind of humor, musicianship in his music, in their music. I'm talking like Max Webster's actual guy. It's not, it's uh Kim Mitchell, but uh but they were a very very talented band, you know, musicianship-wise and stuff. So kind of off the wall, some some songs and shit. Really cool, you know. So that's my number four. What's your number four,
0: Charles?
3: Well, uh, real quick before I do my number four. I had looked at my list and I had made a boo boo, so I'm gonna throw out my honorable mention, which is one. I had just had to bump them to fix it because it was I had somebody twice. Uh, my honorable mention is DOA, a great punk band mm. out of uh, Canada there. But my actual number four. Now they fixed it. I think uh, we very hit on them once. I love them. I love them. Love them. Love them. It's kind of not just the band. It's kind of a tie between the guy and the band. With Frank Marino, Mahogany Rush. Yes. what an incredible, incredible, incredible band! If you <laughs> want to know some great guitar playing, check out Frank Marino, Mahogany Rush. Found the uh the Agora show. Yeah, uh, that and Al said he had that DVD set. Man, and because he's huge in Cleveland, because it's near, you know, Canada's right there. So this Rush, you know, we broke Rush too. You're welcome. Uh, and then Helper. <laughs> Canadian scene is, is pretty big in Cleveland as well. So he was always playing in Cleveland. So that was pretty cool. He did that show there. Great, 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 great shit, man. Very Dr. Fuck shit. is the
1: one that has the DVD set. I actually don't have it. I need to get it.
3: Yeah, oh, Dr. Brad, Fuck, Dr.
1: Yeah,
0: Fuck I'm, I'm predict uh, like, that was his band. And so was Lou Mavs of Severed oh, Angels. Oh, it's great.
3: It's fantastic. Yep. You into that? Yeah, I need to get it,
0: man. Yeah, I, I, I have heard them, and they're really good. I have so much shit I'm listening to. I'm trying to listen to a lot of new music and I'm trying to listen to a lot. Of, I just got into Corrosion of Conformity because of Metal Mike Tyler. I knew he, I knew he awesome. the, My wound song.
1: Yeah, I love that. Love that, man. Okay,
0: I listened to Deliverance mm-hmm. and I listened to another album 2005. Fucking great fucking shit. Yeah. Thank you Metal Mike Tyler.
3: Well, Frank Frank Marino on his own, I think you'd really like the power of rock and roll, that r- record. I, I
0: probably would, dude. You guys have, yeah. I, you know, you guys have given me a lot of good shit. There's just so much shit coming out, it's kind of hard to fit it all in. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah.
2: Andy, what's your number uh, five? Um, four. 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 But um, before I get to that, to go back to corrosion and conformity, They've got that groove you're always talking about, Mark. They've got a good groove when it comes to their heavy music. Um, That's why I don't like Slayer.
1: That was really really only when Pepper Keenan came into the band, because the early stuff is more uh, like crossover, uh, hardcore is more hardcore. So like the early albums um, are pre Pepper Keenan, uh, Woody Weatherman, they were only a three piece. Woody Weatherman was actually the leader. And, uh, they were more hardcore punk. Actually. I haven't yeah. heard that, that yet.
0: I started with Deliverance and went to the 2005
1: yeah. album. Yeah, if you're if you're more into like the groove, like Sabbath-y kind of yeah. sound, yeah, yeah, you're gonna from Deliverance. I was going. On, this you're is gonna like get that.
0: Sabbath fucking love on this shit. I was
1: it's like yeah.
0: it's like Sabbath and Southern rock like mixed yeah. together, man. Really you cool. Know?
2: so yeah. I love those riffs that they have, dude. So yeah. so thick and rich, PG fucking. Oh um, really my, well, my number 4 um is going to be um the one and only Joni Mitchell. I'm starting to get into her. I've you got about that. three three albums by her. I think she's a fantastic writer. Um but you really do need to be in the mood for. Her. You can't just put it on a Joni Mitchell. You get if, if you're old
0: young nut swinger if you did pick Joni Mitchell Al Andy, I would have been upset with you. Sure. <laughs>
2: I don't nut swing on anybody, but you I do love like Neil Young.
0: Come on.
2: Yeah, but I don't nut swing.
0: No, I do. I'm a rush nut swinger. So go
2: ahead. No, but that's it. I'm Joni Mitchell. So uh, Jerry,
0: you're next, right? What's your
2: number yeah. for?
1: Fucking like great metal band, Voivod. Dude, you got to have them on your list, man. Uh, one of the best thrash rock bands ever, man. I mean, Warren Pain, great fucking record, Nothing Face uh fucking angel rat i think i picked that album on our 91 show that we did um i think the singer is the only original member left they can't do a ton of members i think i'm not 100 sure al you probably know that am i right about that Piggy, Piggy was the one that died okay so I know was, they all use like they all use like names like snake and all that shit i can't think of their real names at the moment but uh yeah i mean they're a great metal band and that's one I'm gonna suggest probably later on the freeform show that we do one of their albums. So uh expect that Mark.
0: <laughs> I don't care, dude. I I ain't a Hey banker. you
1: like Metal Church? Yeah, I don't think they have never heard of Metal Church.
0: Yeah, I never heard of Metal Church till we did that review. What?
3: Whoa really
1: huh.
3: And they you love, love metal. metal. Yeah, yeah, I hate metal, anyway, right?
1: That oh, no, was what, four?
3: Yes, four. yeah,
1: four. Yeah. four. <laughs> That's my number four.
0: Dude. All right, so my number four is fucking uh, honeymoon sweet. Just remember seeing good, band, good, good fucking band. Thank you for turning me on to their later stuff. I got a new girl now. I can feel here in America, man. <laughs> Bad fucking attitude. They, they did the the title track for Lethal Weapon. on uh, racing after midnight. Oh man! That oh, fucking, that was them, dude. They still make. They no, did never, the song Lethal Weapon. I never knew that. Yeah, they were the title track of the. First movie Word we Love is a is a ballad, power ballad, but it's fucking good. I, I love fucking the guitar player is so fucking good. Never I don't remember his name right now. Uh, Johnny D, I don't know. Fucking great guitarist that nobody talks about. Fucking, I love me some honeymoon sweet. I always try to play them for Mark Dolly. He loves them. I too. agree with you. That was and one That was see- one band
1: later later, later album band that you turned me on to that I really like.
0: Yeah, I love Honeymoon Seat. And then we get to our number three, Al. Number three is going to be Neil Young for me.
1: Um, I remember being a young kid and my older brother had live rust on vinyl, man. And he would play that over and over, dude. And I was like, really like, wow, man, it's, it's like heavy, like just dirty and grungy and just real fucking cool, man. You know? Like uh and just so many classics on that live album. That's another live album that should be in everybody's collection, in my opinion. Um, I mean, his catalog is just so vast. He's touched on so many different styles and uh mm-hmm. but I love like that kind of um you know, that that period of like, you know, Russ never sleeps and kind of before that like the the seventies stuff really is my wheelhouse with him. You know, I mean I know he's Done great stuff after that, but I stick to that '70s stuff because that's what my older brother played, and to this day, it's, that stuff is just timeless, you know. Uh, so Neil Young's my number three. I know
0: Andy's going to touch on him <laughs> pretty much. Well, if he doesn't, <laughs> I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, I'll right? leave the
1: I'll, I'll leave the rest of the explanation for, to him.
0: <laughs> Charles,
3: what's your number three? Oh, this one might be a shocker, maybe. You know, being that I'm Mr. Elitist, but I got my first real six string. What's wrong with that at all.
1: Brian <laughs> Adams,
3: baby. Come on, no. man. Free. Why would you be an elitist like, on him? He rules. Fucking wrote war machine. Like I said earlier. <laughs> That's enough said right there. Fucking wrote war. Him and Jim Valance. But he did lose me with everything I do. I do it for you. See, but, I fell um, off but, nah, a
0: go a go Great away. song, dude. Take, take song. away that song. Like that it. whole album is fucking great. Waking up the
3: name. I hated yeah, that's the one with Sting and Rod Stewart. I, I didn't I used, like that. Oh, I didn't like that Ooh. one either. That I'm um, for one the, song or something. Yeah, the three, the fucking three Musketeers, Musketeers
0: the four Musketeers something. movie. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah, watching him. Yeah, I don't like that Rod Stewart. The four Musketeers.
3: Watch the an episode on that song. Yeah, but Heaven, <laughs> you a great song, Heaven. Right. Oh, uh,
0: my God. Run to It's you. only rock, you know, the kids want to rock. Dude, the oh, one yeah, with dude. Tina
3: Turner. Uh, when your yes. world
1: is been it's not love. Nothing else matters.
3: Uh, Don't you Man, Brian Adams is cool as shit, man.
0: Don't that riff. He did become a mushy,
3: ballad guy later on, but I mean, i I liked his stuff before that well his
0: new album is fucking amazing is is producing again he's he's huge he's fucking brian adams man i dig him so number three what's your number three jerry oh no andy what's your number three
2: um the same as charles man brian adams that dude is awesome you know um the summer of 69 such a great track you know run to you uh, I did like um uh, that song um everything I do I do for you. I think it's a pretty cool track. Um, beautiful but, tune uh, Yeah have you yeah, guys yeah. ever heard
0: the album 18 again? I wanna yes. be your un- I Wanna Be Your Underwear.
1: Come oh, on, that album was just okay.
2: That wasn't it. Oh fuck off. <laughs> no, but I do like Brian Adams and he is my number three.
4: <laughs>
2: so what's your number three, Jerry? I think you picked them earlier.
1: I love these band. Again, another band that was in the 80s. And I kind of, I don't even know if they're still together, to be honest with you. But I loved them back then. The Killer Dwarfs, man. Love they're their first still together. They're Stand still Tall, good. Big Deal, their debut album, man. Funny-ass <laughs> videos of them fucking around, rolling around in that box all the time. Fucking yeah. funny. When they made them, they, they put the makeup and cut their hair and all that shit off. Made them like a boy band. We Stand Alone, I think, is that song. Great. Uh, just kind of like Honeymoon Sweet, You know, on that same Helix, genre, type of Canadian rock. Uh, That's my number three. Love that band. They are still around though?
0: Yeah, they are. But then I get to my number three because it's when I got into this album, you guys all probably got into this this band earlier, but uh, it's like I remember it's a long way to heaven, long way to heaven, three short steps to hell helix man yeah, and thing. then i got back in that album long way to heaven and ride the rocket hey come with me let's ride the rocket <laughs> it's fucking just cheesy fucking lyrics sexual fucking great and i got back into like no rest for the wicked wild in the streets like that band is still making great music they're still around helix
2: mm, heavy metal love.
0: Hey, metal metal love. Love. I try to play them every week on that metal, metalstation.com because uh, cool. they rule them and YNT and Armored Saint, but uh, and Tom Petty, but that's my number three. And then we get to your uh, number two, Al,
1: the mighty Voivod. Gotta go with my number two, man. Yeah. Voivod fucking rules, dude. I mean, the, the early stuff was like thrash, and then they got they started getting more technical and sort some progressive elements started coming in their music. they they're they're just a band that nobody else sounds like them, man. They're just so unique. Um, there's two original members left in the band. It's uh, uh Dennis the singer and Michelle the drummer. So um, even Jason Newsted was in them for a period about seven years um, in uh, mm-hmm. after he left Metallica. He was in Ozzy, I think for a brief period and then he went to Voiva, and he did like two albums with them. Um I like this but, solo album, the metal album. That's was pretty good. Who? Um Jason Newstead. Yeah. Um, the band Newstead was great. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, brain,
3: not so much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but then um Voivod had a, a run of albums, Killing Technology was great. That's when they that's when they came on my radar. A friend of mine in high school had this out their third album, Killing Technology and I listened to and I was like who holy shit man who the fuck is this man cuz I was into russian stuff and kind of had a little bit of those elements in then but mixed with thrash and stuff like that it's so when they were starting to get the first two albums were like very raw thrash you know stuff And it was like real uh dissonant type of shit you know and then killing technology and then um angel rat 91 was produced by Terry Brown which was great uh probably like as far probably the peak of like kind of their commercial success, if they had any, and but uh, but like great band, they're still putting out records today, man. I mean, uh, Dennis is still a vocalist, Michelle's still a drummer. They have a great guitar player uh named Daniel. He's he's cool, you know. So um check. I mean, I love that band so much, man. If it was if it mm. wasn't for Rush not being on this list, that's why they're high, man. They're they're up there. They're kind of remind me of a heavier rush in a way, like very unique, you know, so that's my number
3: two.
0: What's your number two, Charles?
3: Well, my number two, I'll probably be in good stead with Andy here. And if one of my favorites, Noel Gallagher holds this guy in high regard, of course, he's going to be on my list. My number two is Neil Young. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, Cinnamon Girl. Hey, hey, my, my. He's the only reason why I can stand Crosby, Stills, and Nash is when he's in it. Oh, man. Uh, Ohio <laughs> That's a great song. Hey, Steven uh, Stills
0: doesn't want to tour because he can't do drugs anymore, but go ahead.
3: Hmm. Well, Crosby's not alive either, so maybe he do it on his own, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Neil Young. I like his guitar playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a he's got a different style of playing that's really cool. He slams that whammy bar, man. But uh, he's a great songwriter. He's he's one of the all time greats. So he's my. I
1: saw Neil. I saw Neil Young and Crazy Horse like ten years ago, man. They played here in New York, and I had never seen I had never seen Neil Young with Crazy Horse. I saw him solo when he would do that. Uh, what's that festival that he does, Andy? Um.
2: The uh, bridge? Yeah. What's that? On the bridge festival? or um, No. Oh, no, wait a minute. You, Everybody on um, the bridge. Live Aid. Live Aid. Farm Aid. Farm, Farm, Aid. Aid. Farm, Farm Aid. Aid. Farm Aid. Farm Aid. Yeah. Aid. So,
1: so I saw him solo on that, but I saw with Crazy Horse 10 years ago, and they just jammed, man. It was just fucking unbelievable, man. They still, they rocked, man. It was so good. And like Charles says, guitar playing is just like, it's really cool, man. I love your style, man. You know? Yeah. So good good one, Charles.
2: So what's your number yeah. two, Andy? Uh, my number two, um, the first five albums by this band. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, Turner Overdrive is my number two. Nice. That that band's so fucking badass, man. It's like one great jam after another. You know, even though their songs are are a little bit shorter than a long jam. It's still, dude, their playing is just fantastic. So, me a Turner Overdrive.
0: What's your
1: number two, Jerry? This is actually a, a kind of a newer thrash band, but I really love them. Um, I, I mean, I still love them, actually, but they call it Three Inches of Blood. Oh, yeah, I heard of them. Fucking great band, man. Advance and Vanquish, man. Listen to that fucking album, dude, it'll blow your mind away. It's not really death metal. It's, it's like thrash heavy metal. Um, a great song, the Ashes of Evil, fucking great song. Deadly Sinners, great song off that album. Recommend them highly if you never heard it before. Man, that's my number two.
0: My number two is like uh the first tape I ever stole from fucking Sears and Robet Company. <laughs> fucking Brian Adams cuts like a knife. <laughs> like a knife. Man, it's tape. It's of course, he be my number two reckless cuts like a knife. His first album. Waking Up the Neighbors, his newer albums. The guy can still write good songs. He even sang with what, Scary Spice? On a Day Like Today? Okay, well, that's not Dude, that's a great album, too. (laughs) Fucking, I I haven't heard a bad Bryan Adams album, ever. Hmm. So, Bryan Adams is my number two, and he is touring the United States fucking America right now. Jerry, didn't you get tickets?
1: Yes, I do. It's still coming in the week after Rock and
0: Why wouldn't you? Joan Jett's opening because she opens for everybody. Joan Jett fucking opens
1: up for everybody. I'm to see her like 10 everybody. times opening up. Yeah.
0: But I would get tickets, but I want to see you too. Why? Vegas. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: I would go see you 2 as well. YouTube 2 fans they, they, are fucking they're doing a, just as they're bad. doing the
0: Vegas thing, right? Yeah, they're doing the Spear, dude. Octung Baby,
2: I think, is what they're doing, too.
0: They're doing Octung Baby. I
2: love that yeah. fucking
0: album, man. Yeah, right. Larry Mullen oh, is oh. going to be drumming for them. Yeah, Larry Mullen's not yeah. going to be drumming, but he gave right. his blessing to have that fucking Swedish drummer or whatever he is. Oh, dude, that band fun. had never changed
2: anybody since no. that, is that is true.
0: That band has so much integrity, more yep. than Kiss ever had. Oh, okay.
3: please go to number one. I will <laughs> go. To-
0: <laughs> my number one, Al. What's your number one, Al? I love YouTube. So fuck off. The one, the one and only Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush. Got
1: to be my number awesome. one, man. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw Frank Marino like about. 13, 14 years ago here, you play that club called BB Kings here in New York City. Um, I sat down, sat down at a table with a friend of mine. Uh, We took the train in and stuff and started playing, dude. And as the fucking night went on, he got just got better and better. And I had to scrape my jaw off the floor at how fucking good this guy was seeing him up close, personal, you know, up close and personal, man. This guy just was jaw-droppingly good. And I can understand, I just, nobody knows, nobody, more people did should know Did you get a picture with guy. him? No, I didn't meet him. <laughs> um, That's sad. But I wish I, did, I wish I did, buddy. Um, I wish I did. But he, you know, a couple of songs into the set, he was like, um, just hang in there. You know, it's going to be a long show. The fucking show was like three and a half hours, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And by the two and a half hour mark, my friend was like, dude, listen, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go because when we took the train and he lives right across from the train station here in New Jersey, so he could just hop off the train, just walk across the street to his house. So he's like, I'm going to take off, man. I'm like, I'm not leaving. So I'll just go home later, you know, and I had to see the rest of the show, man. I did, this guy just blew me away. And I'm glad I got to see him at least once because I know now he's retired. He's not touring anymore. He has like some sort of unspecified, I guess, illness or something. I don't know what's going on with him, but um, but I, I should just, if you're just going to have one thing by him, you got to have Mahogany Rush Live, the live album from 78. It's just like jaw droppingly good. I mean, most bands' killer albums in the 70s were live albums anyway. So yeah. this is like, this just shows off his talent and, uh, and then, you know, just get other studio stuff out for that, man. I mean, he deserves. For me, he deserves my number one. So Mahogany Rush, Frank Marino,
0: I hope he's going to be all right. (laughs) What's your number one, Charles?
3: Well, Jerry's going to love this one here. I guarantee it. And I ain't apologizing for it. My number one is Alanis Morissette. Oh, shit. What a great songwriter. Mm -hmm. Tremendous songwriter. Great run. I agree. I agree, too. Oh, you agree when he
1: says it, when I say it, you laugh at me. <laughs> No, I said I
0: can't. It's like no Gallagher or Oasis. I can listen to a few songs at I'm a just time. I'm just sorry, Charles. Sorry, Brother
3: Charles. She's 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 an incredible artist, man. I mean, for real, it's a great, great run. I, yeah, I was aware of the new album, I, I didn't really listen to it. I'm not interested in it.
1: Well, one comment I think anything. she is the one that gave Taylor Hawkins a start. Correct. yeah she was
0: so it was in a video you ought to know
3: yep. and uh man that song ironic's great and... uninvited is my favorite that's oh. a fucking great tune man tremendous i mean i mean but again i mean it's i know it might be funny to put her over neil young i i like her voice a little better than neil young so it's just that i i listen and and she's a great songwriter too so i mean Hey, whatever. I mean, without Rush and Triumph, that would be number one and number two. Yeah. That's the key thing you say right
1: there, songwriter. You don't see that anymore, man. No. It's, just, it's just a lost art, man. It really is. It's sad, actually.
3: Yeah. yeah see, Jerry, voice how you
0: talk,
1: so.
4: you
0: rule. What I
4: do?
0: <laughs> you, do right. talk. Oh, okay. you talk. You talk. Wow. You have some oh, great man. opinions, bitch. Oh, okay. So just All right,
1: remember Andy. that. I'm so happy somebody agreed with me about her.
0: So yeah, it makes good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. She wasn't on my list. It was on my wife's list. But uh, Andy, what's your number one? Well, I think everybody
2: already knows what my number <laughs> one is. <laughs> um, if, if Glass right Tiger. <laughs> even if Rush, right, even if Russian and Triumph were on this list, they Neil Young would still be my number one. Um He's only number two to the Beatles in my opinion. In my, in my world of rock, um, he's my number two favorite. They'll never change. Number one, number two will be Beatles, and then Neil Young. Uh, what can you say about him, man? He's, you know, you never know what, what kind of album he's going to come out with, or what kind of music he's going to come out with. The um, Symbiotes was his bread and butter, which is true. In the 80s, he tried a little bit too many different things. Tried to find a niche so you know one album is um electronic another one is rockabilly another one straight country another one is new wave but um in the 90s he really came back to came back to his own where they were calling him the godfather of grunge which i you know i don't like the term or whatever but uh when he came out with freedom and harvest moon and a bunch of great albums in the 90s and he continued that into the two thousands. I've seen him about five times. He's just one of he. Oh well, like I said, he's one of my favorites. I love his music. Um, the first album I got by him was Live Rust. Um, just like a couple of us, you know, Live Rust was our gateway to, to yeah, that, yeah. You know, double live album. And you know, especially on that double live album, it touches on everything that he is. You know. He starts off with us with with a acoustic set, and then he brings out the horse, and you know you hear mid-tempo rockers, and then you hear his hard rock songs. So, um, very very influential in um, his music to different genres as well. So, my number one is um, Neil Young with Crazy Horse, with Stray Gators, with so many different bands that he put together for the. For the sound and for the feel that he wants at that moment, so um, Neil Young is my number one.
0: Yeah, see how cool we are. We did, you know, my favorite brand is Rush. I let you have your favorite guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, thank you. See how cool I am. Very <laughs> cool, very cool. I mean. So, but, uh, just, um, so just for that, um, I'm going to make Tom Cruise my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> thank you. Thank God, you should. <laughs> oh,
0: Michael J. Fox, you're right there, but uh. Jerry, what's your number one?
1: I something about I want to say something about Andy's pick. I remember I was on one of his first shows that I guessed it on, and uh, I don't know. I told him I'll probably be unpopular by saying this, but I can't fucking stand Neil Young. Remember that? Oh yeah. And then I went back. Then I went back and I listened to him again, and I'm starting to get back into him. So I have to thank Andy for that one because uh, come on, this notes for you. Just fucking- I get it now. I I didn't. I couldn't stand his voice. But I'm, I guess the order I get, the one i like, different. But uh, so, I, yeah, and thank you for that. I've been kind of slowly revisiting his catalog. So, I'm just, so that's your re- number one, Jerry? No, 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 no. no. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm pushing too much.
1: My number one, I number one's going
3: to is. be Lover Boy. I know it. Okay. I'm waiting.
1: Show Pins over. Show over. No, I said Lover oh. Boy already. I can't do them twice, unfortunately. Damn, do it twice. Um,
3: <laughs> anyway, I think this
1: is going to be the only one that all five of us said, I think. The great fucking Brian Adams, dude. One of the best songwriters of our time, man. Cuts Like a Knife album. This time, straight from the heart. Fucking Reckless, dude. One Night Love Affair. Yeah. Somebody. Heaven. Chock full of fucking hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, waking Up the Neighbors, man. Charles' favorite song. Everything I do, I do a few. However, I, just, <laughs> I think it came out on the Robin Hood soundtrack. It came That's out. Amazing. That was
0: a bonus track on that album. So. Whatever.
1: But anyway, we had uh, uh, fucking can't stop this thing we started. Uh, yeah. Fucking great tunes,
0: man. Fucking yeah. great songs, man. I mean, packing, said he wrote, you, packing you in, dude. And
1: even that's Hey, I'm, honey.
2: I'm packing even the old I'm rock
0: and roll fire. hell, too
1: into the fire man which is a that wasn't very successful fire is my favorite album. into the fire heat of the night heat of the night fucking great in the
0: heat of the night they'll uh, be coming around and i
1: think he's the only one that all five of us i think mentioned I think.
0: yeah i saw him on that tour on the heat of the night uh great fucking album man
1: but yeah i i I agree with charles i didn't like the fucking rod stewart's thing the hooters opened
3: um, but I rock and roll hell too oh yeah Oh, oh well, I like that yeah. song yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: why is it you always people like to go start back out to Kiss his actual first couple albums were actually very disco-ish if you listen to them and I hard Kiss really very 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 yeah. Not not very yeah not very good especially not very good but uh, I mean Cuts Like a Knife I I consider that his, debut. This that's like time his start. Everything
0: yeah. is all right. No, and this time, way. yeah, great stuff. He's gonna dude. get away great from the
1: heart. Beautiful fucking song, dude. I mean, guys, a fucking talented songwriter, dude. So that's my number one.
0: Well, my number one people have already said this, man, because I don't have Rush, I don't have Tramp. This would actually be my number three group, Lover Boy. Mike Reno can still fucking bring it. Unlike Paul Stanley of Kiss. Mike Reno, (laughs) even though he's a badass, (laughs) he can still sing live. Fucking Queen of the Broken Hearts, Turn Me Loose, Take Me to the Top, Dangerous, which was a Brian Adams song, which was actually called lover boys with dangerous you got it coming to me dangerous what am i gonna do brian adams actually had that if you have the reckless 30th <laughs> anniversary it was called reckless because reckless what am i gonna do about it reckless and what a am- fun fact they fucking lover boy changed that to dangerous took reckless out which was a good call yeah yeah fun fact um Mike Reno stole Paul Stanley's uh, headband
1: from the Elder uh, era. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just like Paradise that's your favorite one huh? Man? Oh,
0: I fucking love Andrew Wilson well, I'm I'm
3: just, Mike I'm Reno
0: but the thing is if you listen to that doesn't <laughs> it sound like Almost Paradise <laughs> yeah Almost Paradise I'm sorry I love no, gay people no. You're good. That's that pre-cogs. No, I never heard it that again. before. <laughs> you never heard it where it, it sounds like almost paradise? Nope, no. I never
2: thought. Listen was to it again. It you
0: will hear it.
2: No. Well, now that you put that in my head, Jesus Christ.
3: Pre-cogs and this stuff. <laughs> pre <Pre-cox. laughs> Minority <laughs> report rules! <laughs> my God, bitches! I knew I you'd pick it. Lover Boy number one. Fuck yeah, dude! Mike Reno well,
0: could still sing.
3: Only because Brush and Triumph
1: were
0: not allowed. So. Yes, yeah. but they were. Well, that that would have
1: been my 2-1-1, one, one,
0: too. So. Dude, Loverboy has so much deep tracks, prime of your life. Fucking dude. Over
3: Neil Young? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah I Atlantis over Neil Young. But Loverboy over Neil Young?
0: I love, you know, everybody likes I think Loverboy gets made fun of because they're called Loverboy. Paul Dean, you are correct. Paul <laughs> Dean is an amazing guitar player, great
1: guitar player, outstanding guitar. Loving every minute of
0: it.
3: Frank Marino,
0: dude, loving every minute of it. That album, they have a song called "Bullet in a Chamber." I love that fucking song. I like "Lover." It goes, Man, "Won't yeah. you do yourself a favor?" I'm like a bullet in a chamber. Fucking it love it wasn't that song.
3: for pesky Nirvana, "Lover Boy" would still be tearing it up.
2: Oh, fucking fuck
0: Nirvana. <laughs> one chorus, one verse. My God. So that was our top 11 fucking Canadian bands or yep. artists. Nobody picked Celine Dion. Nobody picked Glass Tiger. Thank fucking you did. God. You Who did? Glass did? Tiger? <laughs> you did. Oh, because I had did. to change it because fucking <laughs> Stefan wasn't a real Canadian band. So... Fuck you, Glass Tiger. I hated that fucking song back in the day. Oh Well, the <laughs> thing is, that that's why I had
2: asked you that question, was specifically because of Steppenwolf.
0: Yeah, because I didn't pick Skid Row. Sebastian Bach as a Canadian. And, I didn't, and pick, I didn't
2: pick the band. I love the band.
0: But, well, the band was three-fourths. I would have picked the band because, like, it most was of four, four, it was 4 Yeah, the band would have yeah. been up there. So, fuck, yeah. I picked the band instead of Glass Tiger. But, uh,
2: I'm too
1: late
2: now, buddy. I'm a I had to pick
0: last tiger.
1: Yeah, you I'll
2: are a big tiger in your top five. Oh my God. Yeah, man. No, God. no, no,
0: no because, <laughs> because I had to go by my rules at a switch.
3: Yep. Yeah. I mean, but I'm the really one that the has rules. it on my go like me and break them. You could have kept what you had, but I just, that's you. You love them rules. So coming soon, though, folks. Someday down the road. Top 11 English bands without the Beatles and Stones. Ooh, that's going to that be easy. That <laughs> would well, be easy. Well, you can't. You know, know. because
0: you, you left out Zeppelin. Shut up, Mark. Don't give him anything. No, because <laughs> Jerry, you pick Zeppelin. You have to take the, <laughs> okay, the Stones, yeah, No Beatles, Beatles Stones, and Zeppelin. Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Sabbath, Kings, no,
3: Or Sabbath. Uh,
0: you can't have Sabbath in there one. <laughs> Or Floyd. Oh, no Judas
3: Greece, No Iron or Floyd. Basically all of England.
0: Yeah. Well, we be stuck with Frankie
1: Goes to Hollywood. What the fuck, dude?
0: Come on, <laughs> dude. That. I picked Duran Duran and The But anyway, oh, I was, there's
1: a top Oasis. eleven. There's a top eleven
3: Zeppelin.
0: Wham! 11. I pick Wham. And Oasis. <laughs>
3: yeah. The Escape oh. Club, Wild Wild West. What oh fuck song, that huh? shit.
1: Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of shit. Speaking okay. of Oasis, uh Noel Gallagher's gonna be playing Central Park here in New York. Yeah, um, I got Yeah, Charles breath. is
0: trying to go get me to see him in LA. And I go, Well, you know what, Charles, I go with you if you're here, but you're not here, so I'm not going with
3: you. like well, it's he's touring with garbage. If you Ooh. like that, yeah, I yeah. like garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's touring with garbage. Yeah, so.
2: Shirley Manson's such a hottie. She still is. And oh he's
3: playing God. amphitheaters, Mark,
0: not rib houses. Oh, I, did I no. houses. Have I ever put down Oasis? Nice no. houses. Rib houses. Oh, God. Rib houses. thats even worse. Sammy Hagar <laughs> don't, don't play flavor. rib houses. So yeah, rib, rib joints. Whoever said that Sammy Hagar plays rib <laughs> joints are idiots. Johnny Vogan. Johnny Vogan. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm calling you out, bitch. Did Join not- the Freeform Rock Podcast community,
1: you all right. motherfucker! I got a question for you guys. We all—I know Tim he He's the sinking Stanley guy. I don't know the story. What had happened there?
0: Didn't we talk about it last week? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. We he went to,
3: the, he, he the, went to. He robber. broke. He went broke. The lips, you wrote so he brought
0: that he got Doc McGee to say oh, that. Oh, okay, we did talk about that. Oh,
1: yeah. My bad. Yeah, I mean, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, yeah. I was fucking
0: drunk. I, I am. I'm drunk right now, but, but anyway. So. And Susanna Hoff's is better looking than Belinda Carlisle. All right. Yeah. Well, of course,
2: dude. I mean. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe Madonna.
1: usually is is not a this
0: argument anymore.
3: Yeah, well, see that, is ar- that argument buddy. ends
1: with Susanna Hoffs. I don't care what the fucking yoga is it like. Susanna I Hoffs, saw a, a
3: great Instagram little short clip of today. She did an acoustic version of Manic Monday, and it was oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, in her house. So, She's really on, on Instagram, that. folks. She still got that voice.
0: Yeah, she so. does. But uh, did we talk about? Did we talk about that last week? I did not remember We that. did. But uh, let's, let's fucking. Let's... I'm fucking getting crazy here. So. Yeah, let's get to the end of the show, Al. I want you to pip your shit.
1: Be cool if be podcast out, fucking Facebook page, YouTube channel. I I put Deep Purple up on there, but I got blocked. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Um, but I, I'm gonna have to create a. Uh, gonna have to create a, um, an account for like Bitchute or something, and put like stuff like that up there that's because youtube's like fucking sometimes they they're just so fucking picky with what you put up there but anyway um we'll I'm, see gonna see win- I'm gonna see winery dogs next week um it's yeah. probably my next show and uh yeah yeah man and i'm my friend's working on my friend knows billy sheehan actually so he's trying to get passes for us so you might see pictures with me and fucking everybody from talk. oh my god
0: dude <laughs> you know why don't you say hey dudes i i'm on this guy i'm on this youtube podcast called the mark and jerry with charles thing yes you ever go to like to like, the we'd like to interview us. you and uh we won't send it to blubbermouth
1: <laughs> anyway man that's that's what i got going on um i'm gonna be on um uh, Sunday, I'm going to be on uh, uh, Rock, um,
2: uh, rock
1: yeah, Rock and Roll Over, uh, rock. Rock, all fuck, rock All Over You podcast. Rock All Over You podcast,
0: Andrew and Eric are in Yeah, at, yeah, yes. And I love that uh,
1: they rule. We're going to be doing, we're going to be doing Journey, Departure, and Caddyshack.
0: Oh my God, assholes! That's my. Why shit. you want to do it? I would do it. But they ain't gonna have you on there because I'm fucked up. But uh, <laughs> uh so Charles. Sunday,
1: Sunday, that's gonna be the episode. Sunday, which he says doesn't usually come out for a couple weeks anyway. It doesn't.
0: So I did. What did I just? I did the Cars candy out. That's an opposite.
4: Yeah,
2: great episode. Andy, pimp your shit. Oh yeah. Um, this Wednesday I'm going to have another vinyl battle from 1986. It's going to be uh, Megadeth's uh, Peace sells. Who's buying? Versus Metallica's Master of Puppets. I got to be on that one. Um, they're both from 1986. They both have eight tracks. And I've got a special guest that's going to be on there. Metal Ben Schuster is going to be on there. Oh, I love that dude. Doing that with us. Um, I've been talking to him today, and um, he confirmed that he'll be on there. So I'm excited about that. So if anyone else wants to be on there, let me know. I know Al said it all depends on when the winery dogs are playing. Yeah, I
1: think
2: it's next Wednesday, so I won't be able to get on. on I'll be on there. I'll be all right. I'll be on there. Okay, cool. Uh, What about you, Charles? I know it's tough for you uh, because of work and all, and and it being in the middle of the night.
3: Have a game day decision. All
2: right. Yeah, of course. But that's what I got going on um, next week. So I'm excited about that show. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to go track by track and see which ones actually. A better album, so, so that's I, why I got one.
0: Charles, what do you got to pimp?
2: Nothing,
3: nothing. Well, you got us, you got two podcasts We're watching this, and then uh, freeform rock podcast. I won't be on this episode. Well, of course, we re- we we do the same thing as rock all over you, we we do a uh, backlog recording style. So, I might be on the video this week, though, folks. Them, you know check it out the first three-way video three-way love on freeform that's how we roll with the pre-cax and uh <laughs> fucking, that should be the name of the show the precax dogs <laughs> uh but yeah and then you know the following week we're gonna record something special I don't want to get into it too much we don't do spoilers on this show here and uh that's about it. Freeform Rock Podcast, uh, our show right here, the BS Sessions. Like, subscribe, share. All helps with the algorithms. Let's do that for us and you, and we'll keep going for you, our great fans, especially you, Sammy Dolly.
0: (laughs) Jerry. I mean, basically
1: what Charles says, man, uh, Freeform Rock Podcast, Toasting that with you, that's a lot of fun. I guess I, I can't say what we're doing this Saturday, right?
0: No. That's okay, coming so up. I won't say up. That,
1: but it's a deep dive into a good band's old catalog, which I'm looking forward to. That's all. I'll leave it at that. Now, Besides doing this, what are we doing next week on the BS session?
0: Uh, I, mentioned, some... I mentioned the
1: top 11. I think it's
0: Led Zeppelin, right? Top yeah, 11 like Led Zeppelin, right?
1: Yeah, top 11 Zeppelin. I like, you guys Zeppelin be on that. Zeppelin
0: albums one. or songs? I say songs. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't have 11 albums, so it's got to be songs. Studio songs only. Yeah. Studio songs, yeah, yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, man. My favorite bands.
1: Because so. we
0: are a team, man. We 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 ask each other what we want to do. There ain't no fucking uh, people saying fuck you. We ain't doing that. We I'll do anything. I'll do Slayer. I'll do King Diamond on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I don't give a shit because you know what? It's honest opinions. And I I'm don't just, have any hangups on anything. You did hot poop,
4: man. So I did hot poop.
0: I did Fairport Point Convention. I did Mascara Sioux. You know, I'm very open to shit. And uh, Lee rules. I love it. But uh I just want, like Charles said, I want you guys to like and subscribe to this uh, podcast. Mark and Jerry with Charles. BS Sessions. Uh, check out the Freeform Rock podcast. We have an episode every Friday. We have a video every Saturday and there could be a lot of episodes that all the, me, Charles and Jerry are doing together. So it's fucking cool. I, I like that because I like I have more freedom. I can pick more shit. You guys can pick more shit because I ain't a bitch. <laughs> I love you, Lee. No, I don't love you, Lee. I like you, Lee. But uh, that's what we do. And fucking check out everything we do and let's get the fuck out of here guys. All right. Take care everybody.
1: Thanks guys. Bye Bye, guys. Man. Let's Cheers. up for next
0: week. Let's rock out, rock out, rock. Well like Triumph that like Triumph says rock out. Roll on. Let's fucking get the fuck out of here.
4: Goodbye. Later, guys. Bye, Bye
0: guys.